Welcome to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Magna One Motorsports. Are you ready to go GNCC Racing? Look at these guys. Oh, boy. We got it wheel-to-wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive bomb down to the inside. No. Can't get the line he wants. National champion Jordan Ashford. I appreciate it, man. It's- the Split Line Off-Road Podcast from Magna One Motorsports. Here's your host, Rodney Cooper, and co-host, Brandon Whitehair. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. I'm your, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. Today, and with, <laughs> wait, today, how do I say it usually? Oh, my gosh. Ah, with me as always. Brandon Whitehair, guys, I'm not going to be like him and mess this up, so we're all good now. Episode one, (laughs) two, one coming at you. We are ready to go and talk about some summertime. It feels like summertime up here, doesn't it? Dude, it is. It is hot. It's hot up here. We're in Hades right now. (laughs) It is episode 121, and we are pumped to be talking some racing. And we'll be talking with none other than the Sunstar Chain and Sprocket man himself, Doug Keurig. Doug, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Just enjoying this hot weather yeah <laughs> it was in triple digits when i came over the mountain from ohio and it's triple digits right here in the studio right it now. is oh, more sure. the triple ac digits. is on it wasn't working a little bit ago but it's working now hopefully it'll cool down so so we so we can have some intelligent conversations here in yeah. just a little bit you know like you ever watch it like the the ice the ice box like conversations with like kevin hart where they sit down in the ice yeah. tub Sonic conversation. We're, we're the opposite. We bring in, we put you in the hot seat, we put you in the hot box, <laughs> and we talk. Literally. Doug is in the hot seat today. He is. It, yeah. Literally. It yeah. feels like the Penton last year yeah. where it was so hot, hot you didn't want to walk out from under anybody's canopy. Absolutely. Exactly. It's just kind of canopy hopped the whole time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we have an awesome episode lined up for you today. We're going to be talking with Doug. We're talking about the Sunstar Chain and Sprocket riding day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking to Ryan Eccles. Ryan just got back not too long ago from the Ro- uh, Red Bull Erzberg Rodeo. Yeah. So that's a race that's, you that's, know, that's a, that's a, that'll make a man out of that'll you. That'll make a man out of you, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And uh, so it's going to be a great show tonight. Yeah. And we also have producer D. Producer there. D. Right. Usually. Devin Masters on the keys. What's up, Devin? What's up, guys? How's everyone doing tonight? We're doing good. Yeah. We're doing good. S- sweating. Usually what? he's never here whenever I come out. Oh, so yes. He always finds an excuse. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. he messaged me before this all came up and said, hey, this day I'm going to be here. Let's make this happen. <laughs> I, think I, I hit all you guys up like individually at the same time. Will I you think. be here? Yeah. Yes, we will. Nobody's we will be here. here. Yeah. We will be going on a break next week, though, right, Brandon? Are we? Is it next week? Is it next week? I, I, I think next week. Okay. That's I think fine. we're going on a break next the, week. The week after that. I'm definitely not going to be here. Awesome. Maybe we should do an episode next week. That's up to you. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll figure it out. First and foremost, we got to thank our awesome sponsors. <laughs> we have to thank Magna One Racing, uh, MagnaOneMotorsports.com. Make sure you check them out for all of your used bike needs, for your helmet, goggles, gear, and more. Make sure you check them out. If you need something desperately at the track side, also just go to them and visit them. They'll be able to hook you up with anything you need track side. Um, and uh, while you're there, make sure you pick up some Magna One cleanup. Magna One Clean It is a revolutionary cleaning product that will take care of your dirt bike, mountain bike, ATV, trailer, uh, camper, truck, anything you take to the racetrack. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. 
everything. Spray it on everything. Just spray it on everything. Right. Make it nice and clean. We also got to thank Guts Racing. Guts has been in the business since 1985, providing the top-of-the-line seat covers. If you want to, to hook your booty to a seat <laughs> and stay on the track like um, – like any of the top pros, like uh, Bryson Neal, yep. like Joel Hetrick, mm-hmm. like Thad Duvall, Craig DeLong. Those guys trust Guts. You guys should trust gut, Guts. And I'm telling you what, guys, you can't get a better seat cover. Um, I have it on my bike. Brandon, you have it on yep. your bike. And uh, what about you guys? No. I have a quad tech on the four-wheeler and enduro engineering. You're on, missing out. On the 300. I can tell you what I'll be racing this weekend. Will you, be, will, will you have one on your bike this weekend? I will. <laughs> that means... That means the Suzuki's coming out. That is exactly what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are losers. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> we also got to thank Seal Savers. Seal Savers has been in the business for 22-plus years, providing the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike, coil protection for your ATV, protection for your um, your uh, side-by-side. The uh, it, From bumper to bumper, if it needs protected, Seal Savers has got you covered. Yeah. Mountain bikes. Mountain bikes, I th- you have them on your mountain bike, right? I don't have the seal savers. I have the hammerhead on my mountain bike. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have the seal savers on my mountain bike, yeah. and I know that when I go riding and I get the bike muddy, mm-hmm. take that seal saver off. looks nice and clean underneath. Right. The, the, uh, uh, the forks stay nice and protected. My, uh, my ATV has them on all the coils, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it's nice and clean all the time. Yeah. Because it stays in the garage. It stays in the garage. I did ride this weekend, though. That's what you said. I did ride this weekend. I didn't believe it. Well, go over the track. Yeah. I bet he didn't of... use his start button. <laughs> no, I didn't. Got an electric start still kicking it. Yeah. Honda you know, guys. I was going to say this Honda guys. That's guy. more of a problem than what we talked about, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah, I oh. did try it. Oh. It's more of a problem than what we talked but it, about. But if it runs, it shouldn't be the stator. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Who knows what Anyways, who knows? Yep. We also got to think Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. I believe everybody in here runs those. Right? Uh, de- everybody in here definitely runs Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. <laughs> Doug, what are those things made of? Uh, case hardened steel. Baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to finish Snowshoe, if you want to finish Florida, if you want to finish Georgia GNCC, all the toughest conditions. Make sure you get on the Sunstar program. I'm telling you what, you guys, if you aren't, you're missing out. If you don't trust me, trust literally the entire XC1 line, pretty much, right? Yeah, I think uh, 10 out of the 13. 10 out of the 13. Yeah. That's a passing grade. That's on quads, yes. That's on quads. Yeah. But vast majority of all of the Saturday races were spread out through all of them. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Sunday. That's awesome. And, and and you guys really do a lot in testing too, oh, like yeah. to to make sure that that what you're putting on these guys' bikes will actually make it to the finish line. Oh yeah, that's uh, there's nothing that comes out that doesn't go on one of my bikes. Yeah, first for bunch of hours, more <laughs> hours than what the riders probably run them on. Oh yeah, probably twice as many. Oh, I guarantee you, I am meaner to my equipment than ninety percent <laughs> of people. <laughs> like I've never cleaned a chain, I've never lubed it, just because a lot of the stuff that we do see where guys will be like, it didn't last, and then they'll send you a picture, and it's just like a big rust ball. Yeah, I'm like I'm, I wonder why, <laughs> you know. So I I try to replicate. All the the worst people, worst people okay. on, on my own stuff, so that then we can we can hopefully make any changes that we need to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
That's awesome. Yep. And if you need, if you want to get 30% off of anything on their website, make sure you use the discount code SPLITLINE30. That's basically like a sponsorship brand. Pretty much. If you're not sponsored by Sunstar, be sponsored by Splitline. <laughs> be sponsored by Splitline. <laughs> use a discount code. Might as well. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get uh, – we got also got to thank Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. Uh, if you guys want a awesome local hair scramble series, make sure you check out the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. They provide awesome tracks, tight technical stuff that will get you ready for any GNCC, uh, for any condition that you're going to race in. And it's run by a – um, uh, awesome family, mm -hmm. Richie Nolan, the gang will hook you guys up. And uh, if you're needing some like summertime practice before September rolls around and you're back at GNCC Racing, uh, make sure you get on it. Yep, this weekend at Pleasant's Creek Raceway, and I'm also believing they are doing an amateur payback. I'm not sure if it's cash or if they're giving out like some kind of money somehow. But nice. I know this weekend they have they were advertising that it is a amateur payback. So. Um, not sure. Check it out if you're interested. Uh, look at their Facebook or our uh, website. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm let's. Sure, uh, Richie's a Sunstar guy too. Yeah, Richie is. Richie definitely a is a Sunstar guy. Of years. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's yep. a good guy. Good family. Yeah. Very good family. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Should brush your quad down and race. You and the little guy. I know. We did a uh, we did a lot of racing this weekend. Did you? They had the uh, the Ohio Youth Days, and that was really awesome. It's just a day gp hair scramble rodeo dedicated to only youth oh so yeah. it's uh it was a lot of fun they they got plenty of riding in where <laughs> they were like i'm sore yeah right yeah, yeah. that's ride 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 oh yeah yeah speaking of riding brandon yeah, i finally got out and raced he's finally got out and raced i see some little, uh, uh, road rash road rash uh a little bit on the side and uh yeah man we, we had some fun um what was that wasn't me <laughs> Was me. Um, somebody's that, yelling at us. Somebody's yelling. Uh, <laughs> it was a it was a great weekend actually. Um, uh, besides me crashing, and getting hurt, Colton rode good. Um, Jonathan rode good. Dan rode good. Uh, we went off the fast tracks, and uh, for the first time, I got the race this year. So, fast tracks is a fun place. Oh, dude, it's a blast. And speaking of fast tracks, that's next weekend. Sunstar Chan uh, Sunstar Ride Day. Yeah, the fifteenth. So not yeah. this coming one, but a week. From yeah, Saturday. not this weekend, but. Next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yep. Oh yeah. Sunstar Ride Day at Fast Tracks. I'll be there, Brandon. Will you be there? That's the plan. Good deal. I'm hoping. Devin. Devin's I got a birthday party. I know. I, I know. I just wanted to put him on the spot. Oh, okay. bring, <laughs> bring the birthday party to the racetrack. That's right. <laughs> I can't. He wanted a basketball party. Uh, oh. Someone's doing something wrong in that household. I <laughs> I, I'm pretty I sure my middle kids. He's going to be pretty wild on a. Uh, I don't know if he wants four-wheeler or dirt bikes yet, mm. but whatever he picks, it's going to be pretty wild. It's going to be pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Just run both. Yeah. Yeah. I could if we get somebody to uh, bring the funds for it. <laughs> that's, that's I feel that. Yes, <laughs> yes the fun. kids' race is rough. Right, right. Now, actually, I was surprised. I actually took 11th uh, out of, like, 20, I think, in B class. And, uh, nice. And I wasn't – like, I thought I got dead last. That's how bad I rode. That's usually how I feel. I'll but, come through and I'll be like, wow, people are actually coming in behind me. That's crazy. Right. So, like, <laughs> what happened to you guys? <laughs> I, I was battling really tough and then uh, hit a – I came into, like, a blind corner and there was a big old rut first lap around. Caught me off, caught me off guard because I was in second line and um, just blew right over it and fell down. And then open class caught me. Those freaking guys were just hauling. And, uh, no, it, it, and I just kind of settled in and – didn't even want to look at it because I was like, dude, that was terrible. That was real bad. And I was like, oh, I took 11th. 
Not bad. Not too shabby. Not too shabby in B class. You know? Yeah. Heavy ab- B. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So. That's a uh, fast tracks is hard too because a lot of those guys ride it every weekend. Oh, yeah. They know the track at the back they, of their hand. Track and dirt. It's just fast pace. There's no yeah. brakes. There's nothing that's going to slow you down besides some ruts and some turns and oh yeah and uh, it's it's very good I love it and then vet class man I was running second place this was a bummer and when I got that and uh, and uh, was in vet class plus thirty and uh, sh- I was catching first and you know way it goes but all in all we're here we're walking we're working so are we go are we going ride the quad anytime soon <sighs> well I was talking to Devin and uh, maybe. 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 We I got it. I got you something in the car. See? He's got me something in the car. That's what he said last time, too. <laughs> he did say that last time. <laughs> All right. So, nobody knows. Did you the- lay eyes on it in the car, like, prior yeah. or post getting out of the car? I put it in the vehicle as I was leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's going to open it up and be like, what so, the hell just took that Somebody out of- took no, it out of there. Dude, listen. When I got home, nobody knows where that part went. Uh, it's just mysteriously gone. There you go. So, I, I made amends by just bringing the whole tank and everything. <laughs> there you go. He's going to give me his whole tank to use while his jump hauls down. Yeah. 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 So make sure it's my problem. So, that should definitely, that should help him figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Doug, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the ride day. Uh, it looking like, uh, uh, um, I mean, Fast Tracks is an awesome place to begin with, and uh, I'm super excited to get out there. Uh, what what can we expect for that day? Uh, so we got a lot. It's turning out to be a lot more than what I had originally kind of thought. Uh, it took off. Good. <laughs> so uh, if you don't You played it at the right time of the year. I We tried to. I went through and I looked at all the local series. I tried to stay away from as, as many of the camps as I possibly could. I looked at the Ohio series, the PA, West Virginia, and it really was, it, it was that weekend or I would have to split a weekend with the nine hour. Mm. And I was like, I'm not doing that because I want to <laughs> go to the nine hour, yeah. you know. So we called norm over there at fast tracks and he was like yeah we don't have anything planned and i'm like yeah i know i'm looking at your schedule you know, <laughs> i'm calling uh and it just kind of worked out and luckily we have we have a great group of guys that we sponsor uh in some of the upper classes so like josh toth sent some autograph stuff that we'll have there to get auctioned off we'll have pretty much the whole xc1 quad guys a lot of our bike guys i think rock river factory yamaha is supposed to be sending some stuff some guys from works are sending some stuff it's just a whole bunch every time i go back to the loading dock there's just more and more boxes of stuff yeah so it should be pretty fun so tell everybody what the what the funds are um that you know that you're receiving for so i'm sure a lot of you guys on the the show know that i do run GNCC. My kids run GNCC. All my friends and their kids run GNCC and Sprint Enduro. So I was talking to Dr. Tanner just after your guys' show with him. Uh, I actually hit up Rodney and I was like, hey, I need Dr. Tanner's information because I was planning on just making like a contribution or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, I brought it up in one of our meetings like maybe we should have a ride day someday. Nobody ever does ride days. And then I was like, well, I know this one 501c3 that actually does a lot of really good work at the races. Mm-hmm. I was like, 
there's not a lot of 501c3s that directly impact us as racers you right. know uh we were thinking like road to recovery but that's mostly like your pro card holders and stuff like that and i was like why not go after the amateur guys you know and then right. i started talking to dr tanner and and all that stuff and seeing what they do week to week walking by their their camper and and everything like that like they're dedicated to it yeah so if if they're going to be dedicated to it i'm i'm gonna get behind them as best i can that's yeah, awesome yeah, so everything like every penny that we make that day is going to those guys that's, that's awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's a awesome. great cause and right. uh, uh like when we talk to them it's so crazy that like Something like that is, I feel like it's a necessity, right? Right. Brandon, oh, and, okay. and, and like it's just now like really becoming like a staple in the sport. Yeah. Uh, when I was up on top of Snowshoe Mountain, I heard them talking about it and advertising it um, over the broadcast. And I just think it's an awesome, um, it's a great thing to, to help keep our, our riders safe and, and to help um, help with cost too. That seems to be yeah. what they're, a, a lot of what they're about. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, in the ER visit, most of the time, copays are like, or 500 bucks um and it could just be something that they can take care of or an ambulance yeah. ride um something maybe they can kind of cut down on that a little bit and the old uh the old helicopter that yeah. is not a cheap date no and think of how many times some yeah. guys wreck out in the like yeah not going, even us as c-class guys are not going slow in those woods no no you right know? So it's and uh, most of the time C class guys C class guys don't uh, uh, aren't quite as flexible either. So no, that's I'm old and fluffy. Flexible is not the right F word I would right. use to describe myself. So it's uh and I mean like I said, being there, they've helped out a handful of my friends' kids. You know, you had, like the Hickeys messed themselves up over at Mason Dixon. Chance Hickey did. Doctor Tanner was right there with his crew. Uh, David Hawkins' boy Damian. Mm -hmm. he, broke his thumb or his wrist or something like that they were right there to help him yeah uh old boy at the penton right off the start that smacked the tree on the on the bike like he was right there like they're all so i mean how can you not get behind guys like that you yeah know? right like it's good to say hi when you're walking by but it's one of those organizations that you never want to like meet them in the woods right you know so <laughs> right. it's uh and honestly it, if if the companies that do go to the races with us too, that are helping back us like uh muck off Kenda, um, Logan Huff with Fastco, When I called him, he's like hundred percent down, you know, yeah. drew with Kenda was the same way. hundred percent down, you know, uh, like companies like that really went above and beyond to try to help us out, you know, help us help them because we're all racers too, you know? Right. Like I, I want somebody that actually knows what they're doing when I get, in yeah. a wreck you know? yeah oh yeah and it's it's nothing against like the mud fleas and stuff <laughs> like when somebody gets hurt man yeah, you, yeah. You, you need yeah. you need proper uh help by the right. proper people oh yeah and whenever you're uh you know um whenever you were talking to those guys just to hear like the excitement in their voice to be able to do something like oh, yeah. that um um the excitement about being on the bike being out there and being able to be on the scene almost immediately when something's going on and and you know these guys are, are kind of newer to the scene, but once they kind of get the lay of the land with these tracks under their belt, they're going to be able to get to these guys quicker oh, yeah. and quicker. They're going to probably know, like, okay, uh, if I need to go from the four mile, if I'm at the four mile marker, I need to get to the seven. Like, oh, what's yeah. the fastest route to get there? And that's where guys like uh, Bolton and, and Eccles, yeah. stuff like that, like that 
SOS team being all volunteer, like they still need guys that are proficient with in the medical professions, but have the ability to ride a dirt bike to help them out. You know, they, they can't have the same guy beating their crap up week in and week out. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, if you guys are a medical professional and you know how to ride a bike without hurting yourself, like get a hold of them, you know, volunteer to come out here and help. You know, it's uh, when I'm done racing, if, if SOS is still around, I'll go out there. You know, I know just enough to keep myself from getting getting hurt. You right. know, So <laughs> right. it's uh, and I do have a, a small background in, in medical stuff, too. But it's uh, racing and with the kids racing, I have to wait until it's a lot of it's a lot until one of them is. I'm <laughs> it, already doing a lot of laps. It seems like a really rewarding part as right. well too you know i mean you, you get to ride mm-hmm. you get to be out there um you get to you know uh if you're if you have a great day then you don't have to help anybody and you get to just watch really cool racing and ride around on the bike and, and trail yeah, people ride around right. on the track yeah, yeah. and it's uh, and that's a great day yeah. i mean hope that's the day that you're, you're hoping for as one of these guys right and it's one thing i've grown up racing my whole life right and one thing that i do know about the racing community is when somebody does need help like Everybody. you know, everybody's there everybody's you there know what yeah. i mean so oh, it's yeah. it's great for our sport you know they're just hurting for volunteers is, is really the big thing and and funds dr tanner's been paying for pretty much all of it out of his own pocket yeah so it's that hopefully we can help him at least get to the end of the year you know? yeah yeah so and that x-ray machine is nice because you know what's broken before you ever even get there, get there yeah. Right. yeah yeah exactly yeah. Uh, Matt, that's one. That's one less thing we got to do at the hospital to rack that bill up. <laughs> they were willing to use that thing after I was already hurt, so they were going to look post injury to see what I did to my ankle at the beginning of the season. Oh, so yeah. those guys are really cool over there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and their setup's real nice. I don't know if you guys have been in their little rig. He's got I like an ATC pull through toy hauler. Yeah. That's set up almost like a uh, a makeshift like doctor's office. It's pretty oh, cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. So I mean, he's he's invested in it you know he bought the x-ray machine he he tries to take care of his people he's got the little waiting treatment room and stuff like that you know it's they just need some help that's top awesome notch. it's top notch yep so uh the the sun star chance bucket ride day is going to a great cause um and it's gonna be a fun day it's gonna be cool to see all these guys out there um not in a race atmosphere, yeah. right, Brandon? Yeah, kind of like chilling. typically, when we see all these guys, and when, when whenever you go to a track, whenever I go to a track, you're there to you're there to do business, right? right. But it's gonna be fun to go out there and just ride with these guys and uh, be able to have a good time and, and and go and support a really good cause. Right. I think that's an awesome thing that you guys are doing, and I'm happy oh, yeah. to uh, play to be like a little part of it. And uh, um, it, it's fun. It's gonna be a fun day out there for sure. Yeah, that's uh, I tell my boss all the time. We work. In the most fun industry there is, let's make it the most fun. Yeah, right. you know, yeah. Like what what's the point of doing all this if you can't have a little bit of fun? Heck yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, I want to give a shout out to all you guys in the comments section. There's a lot to read through, but it looks like everybody's posting like where they're from. Just they oh, started posting like yeah. where they're watching from. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so appreciate so you guys. A couple, a couple of people, people started posting, and then. I thought that was pretty cool, so I started. I put a thing in there and told everybody to just start telling us where they're from. So we've got Canada, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky. Uh, there's a few other states in there as well. Want to hit all but, fifty? Come on! Oh yeah, let's go. yeah. Logan <laughs> said so he was going to jump on after he gets out of work, being oh. three hours behind. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might, so. uh, we are also going to be doing the uh, Sunstar shift, shifting gear segment. Yep. Um, it's going to be. Did you say Logan's coming on? 
No, no, he's going to no. be listening. I'll be listening. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, we're going to the Sunstar right Shifting Gears <laughs> segment um, after uh, Ryan Eccles' interview. So if you guys haven't yet, make sure you enter your questions over on our Instagram. Uh, Brandon posted a question up there. Uh, uh, hit us up with anything you guys want to oh, talk yeah. about, anything yeah. you guys want to hear on the – usually they're pretty good. Yeah. The funnier they are, the better. Yeah. Right. And that's right. kind of how we roll. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what do you know about Erzberg? Erzberg. Um, I just know that it's a hard, hard Endora, of course, mm-hmm. right? It's the shortest hard Endora, it's I believe. shortest one, but pretty gnarly. Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Like, me, myself, and I, we would not <laughs> – we- <laughs> we would not. We would struggle. We would no. We won't. Even, we won't even talk about it, right? Like I'll take the time penalty to go around most of that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> I'd just be out there, like just going around everything, like oh, just yeah. checking it out. But dude, it, dude, it's it's a tough. It's a very tough race. Um, any of those hardened doors are tough. But uh, death, like I said at the beginning of the show, it'll make a man out of you for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't know if this is true, but I, I just read a, a statement that said that only 17 riders finished Red Red Bull Erzberg 2023. Yeah, yep. only 17, 17 riders. Out of 500. Yes, yes. Yeah, that is correct. That is that that right there. Like that, because a lot of people are like, you know, they go to a GNCC and they're like, oh, I just want to finish. Like you know, guys that aren't oh, like, yeah. aren't like regulars to the. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's a goal. Guys that are regulars, that's all they want, too. Yeah. Because, right. <laughs> because you know, a GNCC track's tough enough. Oh, yeah. Right? But when you talk, like, if you're going to Erzberg, I'm assuming that you're probably a pretty decent rider to begin with. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you have to assume that bike is going to be junk by the time you're done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this those guys beat the crap out of those oh, things. Oh, man. Yeah. But I was reading an interview earlier with a uh, on Billy Bolt, and he was like, in the first mile... I smashed my bike so bad that I didn't even know if the exhaust was still open. <laughs> like, uh, didn't the guy that went didn't wasn't the guy that won like literally had no foot pegs? Like he literally Danny Ledenbetter? I think so. I think possibly. I mean, it was either that race or a different race where literally his foot pegs he didn't have any. He was just resting his feet I on think, the frame. I think it might have been a different one. Oh, is it a different one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. Like I think sure. like for a good Erzberg, if like you know, you get this picture of like like uh, football-shaped wheels just coming through the finish line, just oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, like that's what you want to see, right? As a, I, think I was looking as a at, fan, as a fan. <laughs> well, trying to read the results is is kind of hard anyway because they go by checkpoint. So if you reach the checkpoint by, I think it's like a certain time, mm-hmm. then you get that checkpoint. If you don't, you're done. You're done. They just give you whatever time you checked in at the last checkpoint or something. Mm-hmm. And I was going through them, and out of the 500, I think there was something like. A hundred of them that didn't even make it to the first, first checkpoint. checkpoint. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty gnarly stuff. That is you, pretty gnarly. There's that huge sand hill right there. Mm-hmm. That even if you didn't have 500 other guys trying to go up it at the same time, would be t- difficult. That's a it. long pull. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a yeah. long pull too. Isn't Very it? long. Yeah. 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 You don't get those type of hill climbs <laughs> out out here no. anywhere really. I mean, I don't even think the AMA hill climb series goes up hills yeah. like that. Right. You'd have to go to like a rock bouncer event. Yeah. 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 And it looks very sandy too mm-hmm. going up that oh, hill. Yeah. Very well, loose an old soil. Pit. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what. You want to hear from the man himself that got to run it? I do want to hear from from the man himself who got to run it. What? We're going to go to commercial break real yep. quick and we're going to come back on the other side <clears throat> with GNCC trail boss Ryan Eccles. Oh, yeah. You've seen them at the track. Now, online. Magna1Motorsports.com. 
from used bikes, just like Jordan Chase and the rest of the team ride. Plus, all the gear you need. Helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Magno1Motorsports.com or trackside at GNCC and NEPG events. Be sure to pick up a bottle of Magno One's Magno One Clean It, revolutionary cleaning product for your dirt bike. Coming soon. Join Chase Landers and Team Clean. Trackside for everything you need when you need it. And at your fingertips at Magno1Motorsports.com. Magna One Motorsports and MagnaOneMotorsports.com, your everything dirt bike headquarters. Doug here from Sunstar Sprockets and Chains. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for listening to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast and for a great 2022 season. I look forward to meeting as many of you as I can on the GNCC circuit next year, which reminds me, Splitline has talked me into continuing with their discount code. All you need to do is go to our website, sunstar-breaking.com, and use the code SPLITLINE30 to get 30% off your order. If you are not a Sunstar rider and you would like to be, then check out the racer tab while you are there. If the link is active, then we are still accepting riders. Hey guys, it's Mason with Steel Savers. If you've been listening to the show for a while or you've been around dirt bikes for a bit, you should know that Steel Savers makes the ultimate fork seal protection for your dirt bike. Not only do we have a full range of product for your dirt bike, we also have a variety of products for your side-by-side, for your mountain bike, for your quad. Be sure to check out our coil savers and CV boot savers for a double layer protection over your CV boot. Check out SealSavers.com and enter the code SPLITLINE for 25% off. That's SealSavers.com and the code is SPLITLINE for 25% off. Thanks for listening to the show. And we're back. All right, we are back. And on the line, we have GNCC Trail Boss and recent Erzberg Rodeo competitor, Ryan Eccles, on the line. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not too much. Just like I was saying. Dealing with that Facebook marketplace, you know? Man, Facebook marketplace, <laughs> like, I think we all know the struggles of Facebook marketplace. I, wh- whether you're selling I, I say, or you're buying. Selling is the worst. Yeah. Everybody's like, is that available? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Selling I'll, is pretty bad. I'll trade you this uh, 1888 uh, piece of crap for your <laughs> 2023 bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you interested yeah, in the Yeah, Bolton had table? me pretty good the other day. He said he'd trade me a PlayStation 2 and a pack of crackers or something. And I was like, who in the heck put... Oh, it was Bolton. On. <laughs> <laughs> well well let me ask you is that for the bike that you just put through the Erzberg radio because that might not be a bad trade depending on what that bike what kind of shape that bike came back in <laughs> hey i've never put like one scratch on that thing really no one didn't a pipe or nothing wow. really <laughs> yeah well it was a pretty bike when it went out there and it must be a pretty bike coming back as well I figure it is. I, I don't. I haven't seen it since I got off of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was that like going out there, man? I mean, that's got to be like, is that like a bucket list race? Oh, for sure. Heck, it's been on my bucket list for, what, maybe 20 years or so. And then, heck, Jeff and them all made it happen with Auntie and everybody. And, I mean, one heck of experience for sure. So, like, uh, what got this process all started? Like, um, so, you know, you just said it was a bucket race. Um, like, who all made this happen, and, and you know, how, how did it work out for you? Oh, really? Last year, at the, what, the High Point National, we were watching it on uh, 
Red Bull TV when Caleb was over there. And I'm like, man, I really want to go do this. And Jeff was sitting there, and I, I've been talking about it ever since, really. And so I think he got with Carrie, and they got with Auntie and all those guys, and they made it happen for me. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, so um, how many days, um, you know, like, tell us about the trip. Like, how many days was it over, and, and um, you know, how, how long this, did this all take place at? Yeah, well, we left, uh, I think we flew out, yeah, flew out Tuesday about afternoon, and then, uh, well, we flew home on Monday, so, what, six days, something yeah, like that? Week. Yeah, about a week. Yeah. Was it all riding, or did you get to sightsee, or? No, it was, uh. Going over and coming back, it was like we only had like an hour layover in those airports. So it's pretty much running airport to airport. <laughs> pretty stressful. About missed the plane going to getting on to go to Austria and about missed the plane coming back. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty much all business. We got there, drove to the track, and uh, really the way Carl did it this year, there was no track walk. So, you weren't allowed to see any part of the track. They let us do the uh, the prologue and stuff, but mm. you weren't allowed to look at anything. Wow. Okay. How now? How long was the track? Oh, uh, what was it? Forty three kilometers, I believe. Something like that. Thirty four kilometers. Okay. Yeah. So that's a that's a nice little haul. That's that's a that's a yeah <laughs> for sure, and especially in the rough conditions that you were in for sure. So, yeah, like very. You watch a lot of the GoPros and stuff, and you're like, ah, some of this ain't too bad. And you see it in person, you're like. Yeah, nothing does this justice whatsoever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, so was did you get to ride the bike, or was the bike already over there for you? And then, like, how how did that all work out for you? Yeah, Auntie uh, and those guys they got with KTM over there, and they brought the bike with them. So when I got there, they had the bike ready for me. Oh man, I bet so, that. But that's part, a nice nice uh, situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that took the stress off for sure. Anybody trying to do it like just randomly, it'd be hard. I mean, you totally could do it, but it'd be uh, it'd be way more of a challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. So, uh, <clears throat> tell us what like like man. I'm sure like was was you nervous like <laughs> going to the first start uh, of the first day there? Like like how nervous were you? Man, I really don't get nervous. Like. It's been a long time since I've ever really been nervous sitting on the starting line or anything. It's like the first time I even rode that bike, I got on it, rode it up to the start line of the prologue, and that's the first time that I rode it fast. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I love it, man. That's that's awesome. Uh, so, like, what what was the most challenging thing that you that you occurred over there? Um, I, I know there's big hill climbs, big rock sections. Um, tell us about some of the cool sections and stuff, and you know, and, and some of the worst and the, some of the stuff you enjoyed too. Yeah, like the prologue day one, that was a lot of fun. Day two was way too sketchy for me. I was I was out on that. But as far as the track goes, I mean, probably the most the sketchiest thing is probably the downhills. I mean, they are. Mm. I wouldn't even call them downhills. They're more just drop offs for five or six feet, and then you land on a super steep downhill with big rocks and. Then you got to make a 90 degree turn or you go over a cliff. So, <laughs> wow. It's, it's real deal over there for sure. Yeah. Man, yeah. man, that's crazy. And, and I'm sure like you're, you're around, from the videos that I've seen, it seems like you're constantly around a ton of riders as well. Yeah, really. You, 
other than the start, we kind of, you're all together and it kind of breaks up pretty quick. But then we got to one spot out there and there was probably, I don't know, 40, 50 of us sitting there. Uh, probably for 40 minutes at this hill, this huge bottleneck. Oh, man. It was like the huge Yeah, one line up the, the hill and nowhere else to go. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a serious bottleneck. We, You know, uh, you're used to bottlenecks uh, uh, being the trail boss here at the GNCC, but uh, I think that probably is a bottleneck on steroids, right? Yeah. Well, what's cool about the bottleneck there, though, like everybody just hangs out. No one's like going crazy you can't go anywhere else everything's a cliff so you, everybody's just hanging out trying to get there trying to go up it yeah wow. so do you feel like uh like when you're in this race and you're hanging out with these guys and you're you're, you're like do you almost feel like a camaraderie like trying to like get up it together like like man like let's try to get this or like even though you're like in the mix of a uh, of com competing with each other yeah for sure you kind of wait like if you think you've got it you just don't say anything to anybody because if you say it, then you're going to have to help. So <laughs> once you're stuck, then you're like, I'll help you, you help me. And then, you know. <laughs> so it sounds like a GNCC bottleneck. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know what you sound like? It sounds like when Cooper helped try to help this lady out. Oh, here we go. And here he, we go. You know, she helped, she pushed him out and she left, he left her, her down over listen. the hill. Oh. <laughs> listen, what is listen, that? listen, what is listen, that? listen, Ryan, Ryan, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I love it. Her bike was so far over <laughs> the hill that there was no help in getting it out of there. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's Oh, that's how it is. <laughs> let's, let's point out. That How Rodney got out of up? this, came back around. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Yeah, this was a long time ago. <laughs> well, she was no longer stuck when he came back around. That's true. So she was so far stuck that somebody else got her out. It just wasn't Rodney. It, I think. That's terrible. I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know exactly how she got out of there, but magic. But, but it, you know, she's probably never forgot about that. No, either. she oh, no. did. We, 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 we get. <laughs> she's she's actually a listener to the show too, and she and we get reminded of it quite uh or i get reminded of it quite uh frequently <laughs> as, you should. as you should yeah there's there's no we here oh, we would have helped <laughs> yeah like, i would have helped there i mean come on <laughs> now, he rationalized it because he said he was uh running for championship points so he had to go <laughs> you weren't racing her, were you? No, no, it wasn't racing her. <laughs> oh, no, no, it wasn't racing her. It wasn't racing her. So, uh, um, um, how how many days did you actually race? Like, how many how many days was this split up into? Uh, it was three days. So on uh, well, Friday and Saturday were prologue days, and then Sunday was the race. So okay. Yeah, every every other day you're really kind of just hanging out. Okay, so for the for the people that don't really uh, follow the Erzberg Rodeo that much, like what's the difference between a prologue day and then the actual race day? So the prologue day is short. So you you go up, it's a whole time thing. You go all the way up the mountain. I think it's it was like seven miles or something, and about eleven minutes. So eleven minutes on Friday, you're done, and then you try to beat your time on Saturday or whatever works out okay gotcha yeah so so did you did you do did you participate in any of these or yeah you have to do the prologue to qualify into sunday so oh, okay. if you're not in the top 500 to the prologue then you're out on sunday and you, and you qualified sunday right 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I was sleeping a little bit on the prologue, but still made the second row. <laughs> so it'll be all good. Yeah. <laughs> so how many consist of each row? 50. Uh, 50. Is it 50? 50. It made yeah. the second row? That's, yeah. I mean, hey. That's pretty good out of 500. That's, that's pretty awesome, man. That means you got to start hey, with Graham Jarvis. I was with Jarvis. Graham Jarvis for like at least a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that's, hey, you know, uh, that's something to, to always hang your hat on. Like, yeah. I started beside Graham yeah, Jarvis. for that, sure. That dude's, a, that dude's insane. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How long has it been since I'm you... Like, that dude could be my dad and he just smokes me. <laughs> 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 like, uh, that's pretty awesome <laughs> especially ryan like 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 you know being a part of the gncc track crew like you don't really get an opportunity i'm sure to to train and, and race that much and then to the to, to come out here and put a, put on a performance like that that's got to be something to hang your hat on yeah for sure like i, I tried to do a little bit of training anytime we were home i, I had a little hard enduro loop at the house that i've been riding so i don't know riding quads Every day, all the time, gets you in pretty good shape, pounding stakes and stuff. It it helps for See, sure. There you go. That's that's what you were missing in your Man, training camp all, all these say. years was 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 you should have put some more seat time on the quad. Yes, <laughs> takes a lot. Quad's good. Upper upper strength. Upper strength. <laughs> upper body strength. That's a lot of upper body. That's for sure. Yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, like uh, Brandon and I remember Ryan from uh, uh, Pyramid, Pier Valley, Pyramid yeah. Valley. We were there a lot of. the days like watching you race uh, on two wheels and then and then we th they would send us out a little early so we could drive the track up for you guys <laughs> since we were since we were the four-wheel guys Just slick it up a little in the corners yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> take away the little the little bit of a rut that was there for you guys <laughs> yeah just blow it all to the outside <laughs> <laughs> we were just getting you prepared for like you know slick and rough conditions at, at Erzberg. Erzberg, yeah <laughs> Yeah, so you're preparing me for the future. I yeah, just didn't right. know just, it. No yeah, one knows. Exactly. No one knows. <laughs> so, Ryan, how long you, have you been with the GNCC crew uh, as the uh, the trail boss? Uh, what, I, first one was Iron Man at the end of 15, I believe. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong on that, but I think it was the end of 15. I came and worked with Bolton and Barry that first time. Yeah. And then so it had been, I guess, 16 on. Good deal. Yeah. Good. No, you have your hands in a little bit of everything. I'm pretty sure I've seen you on the on a tractor at High Point or or something and tilling up the in the dirt for the national. Am I correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't stopped. It was uh, well, we did Mason Dixon. As soon as we got off the dozers, me and Jeff packed our bags. Next morning, over there, got back on Monday straight to High Point to get it ready for the national snowshoe, and now off to Loretta Lynn's. So. Oh man. You, you, you help with the red lens, huh? Man, that's – Yeah. I bet that's got to be insane. Like, like probably cool to watch all those amateurs, but just an insane work week for you. Like yeah, for sure. Week. Definitely long work week, work days, but, I mean, it's a good time. As long as you love what you do, it's uh, it's still fun. Right, right. Yeah, Um. so how, how was Snowshoe? Uh, uh, do you have any crazy things up there, uh, you know, that you guys had to take care of being a trail boss or – uh, nothing too crazy. I mean, really, the hardest part of the whole weekend was the youth quad race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just once probably, we got through that one, you were good. Yeah, we were pretty all right. Yeah, it's a good yeah. weekend, really. That's good. Pretty wet, but uh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, we were up there Friday for the uh, for the golf tournament, and they were talking about like two and three quarters in of inches of rain that they had gotten since Wednesday. And there was still an inch left on the course. And, and there was still an inch left on the course. But then, like, Friday night, Brandon, it 
I mean, it had to have been another inch of rain that they got. So you guys had your work cut out for you, um, uh, uh, get, you know, being ready to have to change track or, or whatever you guys needed to do to, to, to make the race happen as it needed to be. Yeah, for sure. This is the first time since I've been been here that we've actually had to change the track as much as we did from really? Saturday to Sunday. Usually they could, the rocks, you can kind of ride it, but it got uh, kind of bad over there on the west side. Really? So like, bike race, yeah. when, when you're changing the track um, like that, that weekend, are you just moving the track over just a little bit to go around sections that got a little rough, or are you making big changes? Uh, it all depends. Uh, sometimes it's small changes, and sometimes it's a, they're big ones. So it all depends on what the conditions are, where we're at, really. Yeah. Now, you guys did tease us a little bit, though, about the Howard's Hole thing. So I was just, uh, we got some people in here that are saying free Howard's Hole. And uh, See, I knew this was going to come up. I was like, I bet you money. Howard's Hole comes up in this. Well, it hit the comment section, and Tim Cotter kind of teased us with it, and then it didn't happen. So I think they want a little insight on that. Well, yeah, I, th I think Tim uh, has said that, and I don't know that he really meant it was completely free, but it came out that way. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, so it's not all the way free. It's, it's kind of free, but not all the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know the movement, the, the movement from the hardcore, yeah. from, from the nucleus of the, of the Howard's Hole people is, is the – is the morning ATV race. Right. Right? Yeah. 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 And that might actually be in, in our in our Sunstar Change. shifting gears segment yeah. question. So we might just you want to go into yeah, that real quick. Ask him real quick. And uh there is uh, not enough recovery vehicles on the side of that mountain for the AM race going through <laughs> Howard's hole. No, Especially not this year. It's fine. They all said that they'd pitch in and they'd get the four wheelers out to where they can be out of the way and then they can come to them later. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Now, um, so uh, this real back to quick to Erzberg while Cooper's looking this up. Um, so, where, like, what did you end up finishing overall on Sunday? Man, I have no idea. I never did find the results. Oh, like it was okay. really hard to figure that out. Hundred and ninety second, hundred ninety. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Dude, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. Out of five hundred people, <clears throat> yeah. That's what you checked in at check for sixteen out of twenty seven. Uh oh. Uh -oh. We're talking about where Ryan finished. Yeah, yeah. He got 137th overall. I think we just, I think we just lost him. But my service just went out. Number 90. Your whole service. Yeah, yeah. Just keep talking for a second. What is it? Okay. I think his uh, his assigned number was like number 97. There he is. That's what was there. That was that was my fault. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay. we're done with you, man. I don't know what happened there. No joking. Enduro21.com. Oh, Enduro21.com, Ryan. If you want to check it out. Yeah. 92 was your number and 137 overall. Your 137th yeah. overall. Because he hit the yeah. 16th checkpoint at like three and a half hours, I think. It was three yeah, hours was and 34 like, minutes. The 17th checkpoint was probably 200 feet from me. Oh. I could see him standing up there. Oh. And I, it was called the Cuckoo's Nest. And if you watch like the highlights from this year, you can watch where Billy Bolt and Manny, they're – they're there for a while, just at the entrance of it, trying to get up through it. And I was like, I don't think I can make it there in 15 minutes. I tried, and I was like, well, 
didn't get there. But. Wow. Man, that is so crazy that this is yeah. such a gnarly track that you can see the finish line and can't make it there in 15 <laughs> minutes. You figure right? he was the... And they won't walk to you either. They'll just stand there. You can be a foot away. They, they're not moving. Wow. <laughs> they don't even like walking nope. across to scan you if you come up on the other side. Like wow. you can, I was watching the highlights, and you can see where they're like, why this guy come up on that side? And then she like saunters over and scans the, the checkpoint, Point. and then yeah. saunters back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that's gnarly. I mean, what... What in what in God's creation makes you want to do this stuff, right? Because I do not want Man. any part of it. I don't know. Like a long time ago, like 2007, I went to did the Red Bulls uh, Last Man Standing in Texas. Mm -hmm. So that was like my first experience with Hard Enduros. I don't know. I enjoy the uh, the challenge, the torture of it. I suppose <laughs> I you'd call it, or the the pain, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> so. How did the Ayersburg rodeo compare to like when you went and ran JNCC and that kind of stuff? Oh, it was night and day difference. Like, was it a lot more fun though, or like, do you prefer one to the other? Man, I, it all depends. I enjoy that stuff. It's a little bit of slower pace, but more technical, and I really enjoy that stuff a lot more nowadays. I used to like going fast, but hitting the ground hurts anymore. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's that. I, like I said, I, I tell everybody. I know Jordan Ashburn. He likes to ride that hard Dora stuff too. And I, every time he's on, I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know what makes you guys want to do this stuff. Like, I have no part. I have, I don't want no part of hard Dora, like at all. I love hard Dora. My problem is I'm too short. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to take like two inches out of my rear suspension on my 300 to touch the ground so. <laughs> i think it's just like pushing your body through that like seeing what you can actually take is uh right and what you can do on a bike is at the end is very satisfying i think i, I think it's just really crazy because like how light you have to be on the bike right like you have to like keep that bike so light and then i mean are you like practicing like you know like i'm sure you are but you know, like your one foot turns and, and, and bunny hops oh, yeah. and all that stuff. Like that's, it's insane. Like the amount of bike skill and, and balance you have to have to, to do that stuff is, is insane. So, so what did you yeah. do? What did you do to prep yourself for that? Was it like a lot of like that type of stuff in the backyard, like stacking up like wood piles and, and whatnot, or, 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 or did you, were you able to do anything like that to get ready? Yeah. Like actually I down, uh, John Meltdown, Milton's house. We're always riding everything. We're down there. We made a, a whole loop in the woods, so that's where I stayed. And actually, another buddy of mine, Randy, he uh, actually come started doing uh, some of the riding with me, and it was a whole lot more fun when you get somebody else to come out there and torture themselves with you. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, did you have you ever done the? Was it the hard one hundred at Wildwood, or is it a hard fifty or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I've done that one twice. That that looks like it has some pretty gnarly rock sections in it too, but yeah. Yeah, that one was first year. I didn't know what I was really getting into. I was not prepared, and the second year I was way more prepared. To just I should have had two tires and not one. <laughs> messed up on that. Dude. So. What about a uh, tough like roar over here on the east coast? I haven't got an opportunity to do that one yet. I keep seeing ads for it, and I'm like, I kind of want to try it, but I kind of <laughs> don't. You know, like I'll have to call the enduro guys. 
be like, I need. It's definitely on my list for next year, hopefully. Okay. But I think that one might suit the style of the GNCC guys pretty good, though, because, like, Zach Nolan went and did it. And when he was doing it, I think he was, like, second or third overall in the beginning of the race. And then as it went on a little bit, I think he got a little bit tired because he wasn't racing all the time at that point. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it kind of suits the style a little bit better for the GNCC guys, maybe. Well, it's it's a terrain that I think we're kind of used to also because it's in Pennsylvania. I think it's in western Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania. So it's not yeah. too much different than what, like, the West Virginia guys run. Right. Same mountain range. Yeah. That's why when I talked to Tristan and Ryder and them about it, it was definitely, they said, was pretty hard this year. It was really like a mini Erzberg, actually, they said. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, go for it, Doug. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> go that it. husky. Come on, me and you next year. <laughs> there you go, right. Doug. <laughs> I got to get my hacksaw out and take it up against that uh, shock shaft in the back, though, so that I can reach the ground. I've been, uh, I have a 300 XCW, and I've been just tooling around, and, and every once in a while, like, I'll, I'll ride, like, an old local track or something like that, and the biggest problem I have coming from my, like, RM, uh rmz 250 to the 300 is the 300 is like an inch too tall and there's no linkage on it it's a pds uh, bike yeah so i can't even change that so <laughs> i might end up going back to a linkage bike i wanted to try it and it's right. not working out for me too well <laughs> yeah it's definitely so here you come bike. down to my house we'll get some practice in <laughs> there you right. go Oh yeah, <laughs> he's like, like no, oh boy. no yeah. excuses now. <laughs> so we have we have a listener uh, asking about uh, uh, wants to know about the e bike challenge. Oh, is that is Colby on there? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the guys works with me. I don't remember where we were. We were joking about it that he thinks he can beat me on an e bike. Oh, and like I said challenge accepted. And I guess. Erzberg's over, so. So would this be during a GNCC or is like a backyard? During the challenge? GNCC. Okay. Okay. Have you have you ever gotten to race in one of those? No. <laughs> <laughs> I really like having the throttle. Like my legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. How, how are your knees, Ryan? Well, he's a dirt biker. Uh, they're, I they're know. Pretty good. Well, see, see, he's pretty good. Can we run a mile? I could run a mile. There, I might be limping for the first half a mile, but I'll start running eventually. So, so you just get warmed up, right? Once you get yeah, warmed up, you're I'm good like to Forrest go. Yeah, I'm like Forrest Gump. <laughs> Once he gets going, he never stops. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Just throw some graphite dust in the uh, so, the old knee braces. There you go. All right. So we'll try to make this challenge happen at Beckley. Beckley seems like a spot to do it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So so if you beat him, is he gonna is he going to uh, use the excuse that you laid out the track? As, as, as a, oh, as I a, don't lay that one out, though. Bolton oh. and Jeff does that. So. Okay. There you go. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't uh, remember what he had to do if, he, if I beat him. Also, there's, so, so there's a bet. So there's a wager going on here. We got we got stakes at... at, at uh, we, we, we like bets. Like someone shaving their head, their eyebrows. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of I like my eyebrows, so maybe not those. But. Well, maybe we can maybe we can work out the stakes on the show, Kobe. What what's the stakes? If if you're listening, put the stakes in the comment section that you're willing to to, uh, to throw down. To throw down. <laughs> <laughs> While we're waiting for that response, Devin, do we have any questions in the Sunstar shifting gear segment? All right, he's not going to be caught off guard by this question, but the <laughs> the people want to know what it will take 
to free Howard's Hole completely. And by the timeout, by the people, <laughs> there's a certain person. The CEO of the mud hole <laughs> would like to know <laughs> what it will well, take. I, man, I don't know. I, I think you're just going to have to wait and uh, wait and see what happens next year. Oh, oh. we'll leave it at that. Oh, Could, so 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 are are you just playing off Tim Cotter's? It might be free, but not all the way free kind of <laughs> deal. <laughs> Yeah. Media I relations. I don't know. But when you walk the track and you get out there to the turn to Howard's Hole, you'll just have to see what that arrow says. Okay. Oh. <laughs> there we go. So, I mean, the thing is, 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 is we have word. We have like scouts honor from the, uh, from the, uh, from the guys themselves down there that they will make sure everybody gets through Howard's Hole. So. <laughs> well, how about I'm not saying it's not a possibility. How's there that? Okay. There, there we go. go. <laughs> do you do you think the the uh, the the faculty down at Howard's Hole can handle four hours of racing <laughs> instead of two? Man, that's a whole other question. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we hold on a second. You're good. My well, favorite video <laughs> was the. Old guy that was standing at the top of the ski lift with the camera, just recording everybody coming back, back up, up the ski hill. lift, trying yeah. to get off the ski lift and down the stairs. That was the best video of the whole weekend. <laughs> the whole weekend. It was hilarious. Some uh, of those dudes were destroyed. Yeah, that would be the hardest part. The mud fleas. I don't know if they can handle that long. Well, I mean, they're, they're down there. What at eight o'clock in the morning, anyways? Damming up. So we didn't know they dammed up Howard's Hole. We this is all news to us last time, but yeah. I didn't even notice when I was in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is is do you have to take the dams out of Howard's Hole once they leave? So we actually end up putting they bring pipes and every everything back in to clean the water as it goes oh. out of there. So, yeah, oh. a lot goes into Howard's Hole. Okay, <laughs> like that and mulch in it again. We have to carry a bolt on them. Carried hay bales back in there. I had to mulch everywhere. Really, like halfway back into that thing yeah not all of it but halfway in there wow it EP. probably got pretty tore up this year too. yeah nice with all that rain and yeah all the rain and then all the people it, stomping around and it actually it wasn't as bad as what i thought it would be because i think at this point we have it eight down so far that we're like roots and rocks and yeah. they just don't go away anymore it looked so, like there was a lot of bedrock or like the bottom of it, like creek rock type of stuff in the bottom of it looking at some i know when abney fell off his quad he didn't like sink at all like, yeah just kind of yeah it's, it's the, the entrance of it that's so hard yeah the entrance just is, coming into it's the hard part the entrance was definitely the tough part because it does get a little soft coming in and then it where the roots and the rocks are kind of the way they lay makes it kind of tricky so the best way to get across is just kind of lean back, keep the front end light, and just let it go. go. Because if you don't, you'll catch a rock or something on your A-arm, and it'll just throw you forward. See, that would be me. I'd end up upside down <laughs> like, a, like a crab. Or a like, help me, help me. <laughs> Could you imagine if they made C-Class go that route in the AM race? Those poor guys. There'd be bikes upside down everywhere. Oh, hey, yeah. You, you're, not, right. you're not making a good cause for, for free an hour. Hey, you're, you're, yeah, you're not helping the situation. <laughs> well, maybe, 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 maybe uh, the crowd, all I'm saying is maybe the crowd should just shift over a little bit and let them go around that rock. That big rock you got to jump off. Instead of jumping off of it. You'd see me like you're unloading it from the, from the pickup. I'd just grab the front and just pull it as fast as I could so it fell on all fours and then get back on it and ride. There you go. <laughs> 
That so, that's the way I'd have done it. <laughs> they are pretty generous with that rock. Like, they stand there, and if you start going too far, they try to make sure that you don't flip completely. But I, if you really launch off it, they can't really do much to help you. So. Yeah, that's, I saw Abney and I think Wilkin both hit somebody on the top of that rock and messed up their jump down, though. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it's entertaining watching that, like, uh, the videos and stuff from down there. Do we have another question, Devin? All right, I think this one might be some good insight because Ryan is a dirt bike guy. Will the bike championship come down to Iron Man? Mm. Man. Yes. I think it will. I think it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, right now, there's no, like, right now, there's, I mean, Craig DeLong is the only one that's, you know, really pulled that two-time. Well, no, ben Kelly. Ben Kelly, too. Yep. Those two are, like, the only two that's won more than one race. So, and everybody else is just, Singling them out. Yeah, three uh, three guys within four points, Ryan. Uh, when's the last time we've seen a championship series uh, in the bike class this close? With that many guys, man, I don't I don't know if they ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I don't think it's been ever either. That's got to be you know to start the season with seven different winners. That's got to be a record, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It for sure is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's going to come down at least at least the last two races, if yeah. not the last one. Yeah. All I'm saying is is currently Stu Baylor and Craig DeLon are tied. Craig has two wins, and Stu's been outside of the top twenty once. That's crazy. So yeah, technically speaking, Stu's at the disadvantage because he had a race that didn't count for points. Mm-hmm. Craig's got two wins, and all of his races have counted so far. So. Yeah. I'm just saying, when we come back to Beckley, Stu has won the last three there. We could see a turn in the championship. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and even the guys that have won multiple times, they've it, the results are so up and up down. And down right. it, it almost cancels out. Yeah, it's crazy. Ron, when you're laying these tracks I, out, how often are you getting um, uh, input from these, uh, from these riders saying, hey, you need to do this or that <laughs> from the top-tier riders? I, not very often. I yeah. kind of watch, like, after we lay something out, I'll watch throughout the day and be like, oh, that didn't work very well. Or I'll even go back and watch the whole entire three-hour racer TV or the two-hour quad race and be like, you know, that would work better if I did this or that and just mental notes for the upcoming year, really. Right, right. I know when they don't like something, <laughs> they <laughs> let me know pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they're always good, though. They don't really say much. Yeah, yeah. Do do things like whenever you're laying out a track and then you see how it turns out, um, uh, I'm sure over the years you've gotten better at visualizing something and how it's actually going to to turn out. If like you're laying in a new section or something like that uh, uh, versus like when you first started, it may have been um, you thought one thing and it ended up being something else. Yeah, that's what. When I first started doing it with Jeff and everything, Jeff's like, that's probably not a good idea. And I'm like, I don't see why not. And I'd do it and be like, oh, never mind. I see why it's not a good idea now. So Are we you st- learn the dirt. You can pretty much, you got to see the future, really. So you look at it and you're like, okay, in two days, what's that going to look like right there? So, yeah, yeah, I, I think it. it just kind of grows on you and you, you learn it as you go, really. Are, are bottlenecks your biggest uh, enemy? Yes, probably. <laughs> we try to make that not happen, but, you know, they sneak in there sooner or later. There's always that one kid on a 300EX with tires from the 90s. Oh, yeah. 
Got some big old balloon <laughs> tires the top yeah. of the hill. <laughs> I, I, I tell you one thing, it's probably a hard thing to do is lay out the micro track in the morning Oh yeah, for the micros. Make uh, it. Because yeah, you, have, yeah, like, you have so big a variety of riders. Like yeah. the, the kids on the front line pretty much look like they're pro riders. And then you get like little PW riders. Like I know at Mason Dixon when I was out there in the woods with Colton, like watching waiting for Colton, like this one P-Dub sent it down over that one hill and – was that him? No, it wasn't. Oh, him, but that's oh, him and his that's brother. Him. There's no and like, on those one, one stopped, and we literally walked him down the hill, and the other was going down, but I guess couldn't grab his brakes. Thank goodness the boy wrecked, because if not, he was going to keep going over the next culvert. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. yeah, yeah, but but I mean, I was just like watching, like because you have so much, you know, different. Yeah, and then a lot of P dubs can't make it up hills. Right. Right. Yeah, so you gotta so, you gotta yeah. you gotta keep that in mind too. Like like we gotta make it to where these guys can get around the yeah. track. Yeah. Well that yeah. a huge Yeah, difference you, between even when the P dubs can't make it. It's like even the the other fifties and stuff, a half hour just racing up a hill or something, most of the time the clutches start going yeah. or like Oh yeah. The the really good kids, they don't have a problem with it, but the ones right in the middle where they're not really on the gas all the way, they're just slipping the clutch. So yeah. you try to make them where Everybody can do it, and the parents can go home and not have to fix everything on the bike every time. <laughs> yes, we, uh, we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same way on Saturday mornings with the DRRs versus oh, the man. TRX. Yeah, this this quads, yeah, like, it's just insane. So, so Ryan, what's your favorite track? Um, favorite track that you that you enjoy laying out uh, uh, over the years, and it could be past tracks that we don't go to anymore, or or current track. Man, that's a hard one, really. Like, I always like Iron Man just because it's Iron Man. But uh, really, I guess Bolt on them would be like, really, Ryan? But like the west side of Snowshoe, I probably really enjoy. It's rough, but like I can kind of make it more of a challenge over there. So it's. Well, we all know you like rough stuff. I used to like racing snowshoes, so. Yeah, Yeah. we all know you like rough stuff. You just did. (laughs) (laughs) do you find yourself like looking at lines and like man i really wish that i could put this line in there but we would end up having a terrible bottleneck oh yeah all day long like even when sunday biked at uh snowshoe there's a couple spots i was like if i could put this in (laughs) this would be really good and i'm sure there's lines that you've been eyeing up for years too because we go to the same track so often well there is one at Beckley. I've been trying to get there. We've been working. We're kind of trying to change the track a little bit here and trying to work towards this rock garden. Me and Bolton went and rode at the, uh, when we went and scouted that place, and we were on 150s, and we had to push them through this whole thing. Oh, I'm like, so what you're saying is pretty I'm going to get to this thing Beckley. sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> this, this sounds like maybe one of those uh, PM bike-only sections, right? What? Don't even oh, start for sure. that. Yeah, it would definitely be. Well, see, I mean, said he said it. <laughs> I'm just saying, you already planted the seed when you mentioned it. Don't be trying to, don't be stealing thunder from the ATV guys. Okay, okay, give it to the ATV afternoon guys as well. And then, so that way Devin can break down. Uh, all right. <laughs> so that way Devin can break down. And- I'll make it through the rock garden, but I'll probably be broke down at the end of it. Like a half mile on the other side. Hey, so how well do you know Devin from, from, from having to tow him out? Hey, I don't think he's... Wait, how many times have I towed you out? I think he's probably only towed me out, like, once. Maybe. A year? Oh. That's more than he's towed me out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was going to say, with me, like, 
very seldom am I doing a whole lot of telling. Unless I come around the corner, I'm like, oh, there's somebody. Or like, I usually th- I'm doing other things, riding parts of the track, changing something. Or I'm always going somewhere else. So I think the one time. I don't do a whole lot of towing. I think the one time he towed me was because the race was already over and he was just happened to be riding through there. He made eye contact. Yeah, like, he made eye contact with you and couldn't avoid you. Is that what it is? I, yeah, I just, that's what I mean. I'm coming right at him like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like going to Walmart and you see that one person you do not want to talk to, and you put your head down. And you're like, oh no, they see me. That was me. <laughs> that was me. That you did that too. Well. <laughs> no, what really happened was, is I jumped out in the middle of the track and I'm like, listen, we don't live that far from each other, so you might want to tow me in, <laughs> or else. <laughs> Oh shit! No, man, that, that, it's that's really cool that you uh, you know that, that you actually get to be part of Erzberg uh, over there and uh, and um, to represent honestly to represent the West Virginia people pretty good and GNCC and GNCC to represent too. GNCC. Yeah. I think there was yeah. only what three or four USA guys. Yeah, there wasn't that many. Yeah, there, yeah. Like actually, this year was the first. There was a what seven I think Americans there this year, the most ever. Yeah, it was it was a real small amount. Yeah. Yeah. How often did you find yourself in a bottleneck and everybody's talking lines and uh, you, don't you couldn't understand their language? <laughs> well, only that one bottleneck. Years. That's the only one I was ever in. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. So that one, you're like, what are they talking about? So what about uh, <laughs> what about Romaniacs now? Since you got Erzberg so, out of the way. Yeah, yeah. The other day, Mark Hyde's like, "Hey, you really need to you need to go do this," and I'm like, "I mean, that's four days of hard Dora. He's like, "But." I mean, I was top America when I went and did it. You need to go try to do it. I'm like, really? You're going to call me out like that? <laughs> uh, I love what We'll stream the uh, Romaniacs race at work. Oh. It, it's it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's, I'll, I'll watch guys, it all day. Oh, yeah. You know, but I'm never doing it. <laughs> but I, think it's, I think it's hilarious to watch, and you see Manny come through, and then you see Billy Bolt hit stuff, and they're – Two completely opposites when it comes yeah. to riding because Billy will just hit whatever. Yeah. Like they literally, the the one video that was going around where he jumped up the hill and he like wheel tapped off the tree. Yeah. And it's like, it, who else is going to do that? And then Walker, you have Manny and he's yeah. like yeah. calculated. He knows oh, yeah. exactly. I mean, where Billy's an animal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's that, a wild dude. <laughs> that rocker kid that's coming up now that I think he finished third, he rides a lot like Billy does. Like you can see the Enduro cross in that kid. Like he's just yeah. gonna hit everything in second gear, just on the pipe. Okay. Yeah, so I th- I think it's well, cool it was, to see. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like when we went and did the parade over there. Like, man, Billy's like craziest guy in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still awesome. He's doing a burnout up against his truck, giving a cop yeah. high five. <laughs> <laughs> he needed something for the YouTube. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you literally got to start behind. I don't know probably close to the top 50 bike riders in the world. In the world, yeah. Well, you got to start with Graham Jarvis. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. crazy in itself. Right. And then you have Johnny Walker and all those guys oh, right yeah. in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. that's awesome. Yeah. Were you wearing a GoPro? So- that's what I was just getting ready <laughs> no. to ask. No GoPro. Did no, you- that was kind of an afterthought. Uh, really, I didn't know if you could wear a GoPro, but with the FIM... I guess you're loud over there, so... Oh, so you could... Yeah, it was kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Just an AMA rule, I think. Well, I mean, you just got to go back next year so you can wear a GoPro, GoPro right? Yeah. That's what I said. Good excuse to go back. Right. <laughs> right. Now, honestly, I mean, once you, you've done it once, you kind of know what to expect 
now. Like, I feel like, you know, you probably feel like you could, you know, maybe outperform yourself uh, uh, if you're given the opportunity to, to do it again, not in a, a brand new environment to yourself. Yeah. N- yeah. Now that I know what's going on and how it kind of all lays out, I would, I would definitely expect more out of myself for sure. Definitely either through Carl's Diner or somewhere after that. That's uh, how would you would even be, practice uh, for that over here? Ride all the hills on like an eighty-five or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you practice for that over here? Because it's. I was talking to uh, Rick Kecko. He went and did the ATV race over in Romania, and he said there was hills where they actually had to winch the quads up and winch them down Oops. because the quads couldn't go up without flipping over backwards. He goes, you couldn't. Yeah, even I walk seen that hunt the wolf or whatever. Yeah. So that's crazy. I, I'm out. I ain't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, like we don't have anything like that over here. So how do you even like how would you train for it? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to try to have like an underpowered bike with the biggest hills you could find, I would guess. No, you really want to do it on what you're going to ride. It's, it's a lot about just it's amazing. Just position of your feet on the foot pegs will make such a difference mm-hmm. by just moving from the ball of your feet or putting more pressure on the front of your foot peg or something going up the hill. It's amazing yeah. how much of a difference it will make. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What I think is amazing is, is, is how well you say the bike, how well of shape you said the bike is in. Um, you know, after we, you know, Brandon, didn't you say that the, the Except, well, uh, some, did, somebody, somebody didn't finish without, with some foot pegs at one race that I saw. So yeah, no foot pegs on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was Tristan up at uh tough life roar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He finished with no foot pegs. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine bringing a bike like through a Dunner race and like those new foot pegs. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Uh, well, Ryan, man, dude, awesome to have you on tonight. We appreciate your time tonight. Uh, it was fun talking to Erzberg with you, and then talking some GNC hey, as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time, and uh, um, you're not that far away from our studio, so we sh- we need to get you in sometime and yeah. do do one uh, live. Have you help us guess? Yeah, yell at me. I'll, I can swing in there. Yeah, because yeah. we're literally basically across the street from Pyramid Valley. So <laughs> pretty much. Oh wow! Yeah, you're you're not that far away. There right. we go. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, about fifteen minutes or so. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, not yeah. that far away at all. So, yeah, man, well, we appreciate your time tonight, and we're going to let you go. But uh, 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 thanks again yep. for sharing those stories with us. All right. Thank you guys for everything. All right, no problem, man. man. We'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Later. later. Bye. Yeah. All right, takes, takes a crazy person to do that That's stuff. Wild. And to do it well. Yeah. To yeah. do it really well. Yeah. I mean, that was awesome The that he was able to – to to finish as high up as he did. One thing I didn't I didn't get to ask though. He said uh, only 500 riders qualified. How many tried to qualify? Probably thousand. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. going to say the parades and stuff are pretty big. And then for him to finish in the top 200, uh, 100 and what 130, yeah, yeah, 130. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's an amazing accomplishment. Right. Uh, it really is. So you also have to think that he's. It, it's not like he just jumped on a dirt bike one day and decided he was going to ride good. Like right. he used to be really fast when he was young. Oh yeah, yeah. Like before he started the GNCC stuff, he was one of the top guys. So right. he wasn't just a yeah. Oh. Like, he yeah. still hasn't <laughs> lost his speed. He still comes out every once in a while at a local or something in races, and he's still running in the front. So it's not like he just decided, hey, I want to do Airsbird one day. Right. And, yeah. Oh yeah, now I'm going to do it. He was already insanely good one on a dirt bike, anyways. So yeah. Colby just said that uh, almost there was almost two thousand entries. 
Yeah, it was good. Wow. So you're you're in the top ten percent of of the riders there in with, the world. In the world. In the world. Yeah. That's so. Uh, no, uh, top five percent really. I mean, that's a that's an a that's a heck of an accomplishment for sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I I mean, uh, Ryan has always been an awesome rider. Like I said, Brandon mm-hmm. and I, we watched him at Pyramid Valley. Him and uh, uh, him and Joe McCarty yeah. uh, and those guys always out there uh, battling and, and putting on a show for us, especially on that slick track after we <laughs> after we just after we you know yeah. cut put, it down. Put the them. finish touching. Put that little finish touch. That touch we wanted them to. Be, we wanted them before their motor to be able to see the reflection in the turns. Yeah, like when you walk across the track, you can't stand up, kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there was a little bit of blue groove out there every once in a while. Yeah, that's why we we banked the t- corners at Pyramid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So Devin, uh, is there any more questions in the Sunstar Shifting Gear segment? Yeah, they were. Uh, somebody asked, Ooh. "Why do we think more majority of the pros do not run neck braces?" Well, because they grew up not racing them. Yeah, I mean, there's a big, you know, we all, everybody knows about how Rhino feels uh, about this, you know, topic. Um, but, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, like Doug said, they didn't grow up riding with them. And then some, you know, some people say, it, you know, cuts down on vision, like you can't move your head that much, right? Um, you know, maybe that, well, like the older ones where, yeah. like, you know, you're locking in. Newer ones seem to be. We're all better. about the same age in here. And I remember when they first came out. They were. They were big and bulky, almost like a linebacker role. Right. You know, um, and they were snapping people's collarbones. Yeah. And now I just got one for those guys, and a couple of my buddies have started wearing them because we're trying to set an example for our kids coming up. Right. You know, they're not the same anymore. I think a decent amount of the quad guys do run them. I know Fowler 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 runs them. McGill. Yeah. McGill run with. I think. I don't know if Rush still runs them. He did at one point. Uh, Rush Rush runs them. Yeah. 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 Mc, doesn't McGill run it with the Chest Pro? No. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But um, I run one. I, I, and I know Stu runs one. Yeah. And he said after. Yeah, Stu definitely runs one. After his hosted neck accident, he had last year. He'll never ride again without one. So yeah, yeah. That's yeah. uh, I, I'll be honest. I just started wearing a hard chest protector. I'm mm-hmm. not up to the neck. Pro, right? Yeah, but that's uh, I've been talking back and forth with the Liette guys, mm-hmm. so I'll probably get one here pretty soon. Yeah, too. I mean it's it's a good investment, right? Yeah. I mean it's <coughs> definitely a good investment. Um, also protection, but like I said, I think a lot of them. You got to remember these guys are riding three hours in the woods, and, and you know there's something that they have to wear and get used to to ride that long. For one, uh, two is maybe like getting the vision up up out of the track a little bit. Um, it's just it's something you have to get used to, really. It's really something. Like you throw it on, it's like you know. It you took kinda, me a while to get used to roll offs. Right. Yeah. Like pulling that. I lost that extra like five percent of peripheral vision. Right. Yeah, because they're like come out. Yeah. You know what? You know, finding that string took me a while. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. But then also like you don't get the full goggle. Right. Yeah. yeah you only get like. Stop like buying thirty five. You know what? Fifties. You know you'll, what drives me crazy <laughs> though? See the whole thing. <laughs> you know what drives me crazy though is I I do. I like the idea of tear-offs over roll-offs, mm-hmm. and you can't find those anymore. No, it's a certain I, – I, someone has that patent, and I can't remember who has it. I know, but, but – Scott can, does it. I think Scott, it's Scott. I think Scott, Scott has a yeah, patent. I yeah, I can put a tear-off over my roll-offs. I don't – One tear-off? You can put I a couple. probably put as many as I want. Yeah, right. Um, it's not like a set thing that you can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, the you know – The post is pretty big. Do you know, Brandon, speaking of tear-offs, like you remember like how – 
before laminated tear-offs were a thing. Yeah. And you just stacked them. Yeah. Remember we used to stack those things? Stack, stack, stack. And then, and then like, your vision would be blurry. Yeah. Especially at night. At night. Saturday night. Saturday. The dew's falling down in your goggles, and you're like, oh, boy. That's it. That's <laughs> or you would get in a mudder. Or you'd get in a mudder, and the mud would be in between every one of them. You're just oh, like, yeah. ch, 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 ch. That's the problem that we had um, racing stock cars. I raced uh, dirt track cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would run into that, where it would get so humid, like, at night, right. that it didn't matter if they were laminated or not. And this was before the gaskets and all that fancy stuff. All that stuff. stuff, yeah. And it would. Or they'd get so hot that they would stick together, and you'd go to pull them pull. off, and it'd pull, like, Everything. all of them. But it's, uh, there's actually, because Europe has banned tear-offs for, it's probably got to be close to 10 years now, right? Like, you're not allowed to wear tear-offs over there. So that's really where, like, the roll-offs came from. And I was just talking to a, a company that I'm going to I'm gonna try it out, and I'm going to have my kids try it out, um, where it's actually a hydrophobic foam that go or, like, not a foam, but it's a hydrophobic piece that goes over your goggles, and it's supposed to get, like, the water in the mud where it just kind of drips off, like the like a GoPro case almost. Okay. So I'm going to actually try that and see if it works out. Hmm. Good deal. And they make them for the Scott Prospects, and that's what I wear. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try it out, see if it works, because if I don't have to wear those weird roll-off canisters, I'm not going <laughs> to. And personally, I hate tear-offs. Right. I, like, I would, I'll throw my goggles before I have to put tear-offs on. Really? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm, I'll, I'm like old school. I like to tear-off because, the, for one, I went to a bike yeah. Into the woods, right? And then I went from tear-offs. I'm trying to find this little string. Like, you know, I'm never really – wasn't really used to it that much because I'm always yeah. pulling tear I don't see the string as being a big deal. Dude, well, when you're, on, when you're on a dirt bike in the woods and you're already panicking anyways. <laughs> Wait, right. aren't you guys supposed to do that when you throw sweet whips? That's yeah. the only time I've seen people. Brandon, you're yeah. supposed Listen. to do it in the air. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm talking – this is like my first <laughs> woods race on a dirt bike. It's slick. It's muddy. And – I mean, Mason, is, that, a, is that Mason Town actually? It's the same as a tear off. It's actually less motion than a tear off. Well, I got I panicked, and I ripped the string so hard <laughs> it stuck uh. out. It ripped, and I was going by like literally. Thank goodness the track went pretty pretty close back. How it went back, and I pretty much just threw my goggles off and had Lauren to have me another pair on on the next lap. But yeah, like I had the string flapping, and the and the film is all like tore out and. It was all jacked. That does suck like when you a, see uh, guys when you see guys riding and there's like 37 feet of <laughs> oh, yeah. behind them. Where their canister took a rock yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I feel bad for those guys every time. Ever since like, then, I'm sucks. like, ever since then, I'm like, ah, screw these, yeah. <laughs> screw yeah, these roll-offs. <laughs> Some guys are. I wear Scott goggles because yeah. I've not had any problems with that since I, I switched haven't. to the Prospect. Shout out to uh, Scott, uh, Scott Goggles. We are needing it. Yeah, I mean, the only we're, needing a, <laughs> we're, we're needing a goggle sponsorship. So The only problem I ran in with Scott's is Tiger Run this year when it was super muddy. I had two brand new set of Scots, and every other goggle company I've gotten came with the film in the goggle. So I went up to the line. There was no film in my roll-offs, and I didn't realize. Oh. It. it was the only problem that I ever ran into with oh, my Scots. Oh, man. And it was my own fault, you know, right. just not checking. And so I'm like, wow, those are really clear. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. But <laughs> it was just like this Saturday, I had our 100%. Um, I'm not on a Scott train yet, but I wear 100% and I had tear-offs on and they're not laminated because I don't, I don't like laminates because you have to put a 20-pack on or you can like, you know, separate them, whatever. Anyways, but 
Sorry, raining. Raining's cheap. I, I'm problem. very cheap. Like, he is very I have cheap. a son that races dirt bikes. I got to be cheap. Like, <laughs> And I got a quad that needs fixing. And, and, yeah. you know, whatever. We, need, we need to talk about that. Yeah. We're, we're, hey, Devin's hopefully to bring that, that, that piece for me. Anyways. It, it still has a little bit of race fuel in it, too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Right. <laughs> but, like, it started raining through one of the motos because it was so hot that day on Saturday. So I literally had to pull all my, pull all my tear offs because it was starting to get in there and mess with me. And I'm sitting there like wiping my goggles like halfway through the thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I should have had some tear roll offs, I guess. There's two important things in my gear bag, <laughs> and that's my Scott goggles <laughs> and then my Atlas neck. A tow hook? I say <laughs> a tow hook. Or no, we, I don't we, intentionally take a tow hook. That, that's just already installed on his quad right in the front bumper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a winch. A winch. <laughs> what? So the two important things in my bag are tree to tree. Scott Goggles, <laughs> Atlas Neck Braces. He's like the George of the Jungle for GNCC. Tree to tree. Just, just winching himself from tree to tree. Oh, love you, Devin. Yeah, we love you, Devin. <laughs> At least I'm on the track. Oh. oh. Shots fired. I mean, you've, you've raced one time this year, Brandon. But, but I've rode at least. That'd be my third time. I've rode three times. I, I mean, actually, at a track. There's a track there. That, that's not considered a track. I'm riding next weekend right. at the at the uh, Sunstar Chain and Sprocket. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there, whether you're there or not. Are you bringing Nolan? Is he, he going to ride? Probably not, because we don't have anything to ride right now. No. Stick him on the 110. He's tall enough. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I actually did put him on the 110 no, the other day. There's no shifter on it anyway. So <laughs> slap yeah, it in gear and let him go. Let go. Going, I, do have that, I have that shifter ordered. Going <laughs> is no problem. It's just stopping is the only problem for him. That's the problem I run into with my kids because their hands are so small. They can't. Yeah, they can't the pull it. The P-Dub's not bad, but like the YFZ 50, that's pretty bad. And right. it, their Stasics were bad too. I ended up getting like the asv easy pull oh, the easy for pulls. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're leaving just get better levers marks. than i do my yeah. bike <laughs> parker had the same problem when he was racing initially and then uh we we got a drr and when he was going to get on the drr before he decided to quit racing we got the adjustable levers and stuff for it oh, so yeah. you could it just set it where difference. it yeah those were pretty cool mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah but uh, we have any more questions? That was that all the questions? Oh, I got one for you guys. I, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be proper without me right. submitting. Do you one. have another one, Devin, real quick? There was uh, not a question, but a statement. Oh, statement! So, I love yeah, statement. It, it was for you. For me? Yeah. It says not a question. Just tell Brandon thanks for moving out of the way for some of the C class guys. Oh, that was from. Uh, <laughs> oh, about my nephew. That was from Wyatt D. So. That was, that, I guess it must be a C-class oh, guy you, okay. you moved Maybe. out of the way for this weekend. Must have. <laughs> right? No I, problem, buddy. I can't say anything. No I, problem. I'm a professional lapper. Listen, if it was the first moto, the second moto, I, was, I, I just went down. But the, the first race, I'm telling you, like, I, I just packed in and just it's just kind of cruised. And people were catching because open class was right behind me. Right. And I was oh, just yeah. letting them cruise, man. There's a question over on the uh, YouTube channel. You boys ever race any VCHSS? What is that? I'm not sure what Vir- that is. It's Virginia. Virginia. Uh, yeah, it's Vir- like a, it's a dirt bike only series. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the um, – is that Dill that runs that down there? Um, he runs a lot of GNCCs. We ran a uh, full gas uh, series with him last year. Okay. And um, do put – Seems like a really cool guy and uh, puts on a lot of nice events center. It's only dirt bikes only, like Devin said, but 
Um, I feel like a lot of single track and, and some nice trails. Uh, awesome. Seems like he does a lot of. This guy said he's considered running a few, just didn't know how how much or didn't know much about their track or setups. Yeah, that, it, only one way to find out. Only one way to find out. Um, like I said, I met the the guy that puts it on. Really cool guy. Um, and uh, his son rides all the GNCCs and stuff. So if you ever have any questions, um, be able to look him up. I think his name's Dill. I can't can't remember his first name, and it's really bad. But uh, last name's Dill. Uh, D E L. Um, I'm sure they have a website. He'll probably have the name as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Website. Just hook him up and um, page. yeah. They very, have an Instagram page. Yeah. So you, yep. Yep. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Yeah. That very. Like I said, very cool. I talked to him about his tracks before, and like I said, he likes a lot of tight stuff, um, a lot of uh, single track stuff, and then opens it up a little bit too. So, um, and there's a lot of fast guys that go there too. So yeah. Yep. Alicia commented in the uh, in the uh, comment section a little bit ago that she remembers the story a little bit differently. So, <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'll take the brow beating, Alicia. I am sorry uh, again. Thank you, Alicia, we've already for letting me know this. So we've I already can, discussed. I can bring this. it up and just we've already, we've already. I think we already des- dedicated half a show to this subject. Uh, it, nope. It's coming up for like it's, the rest of your life, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is an unlimited oh, yeah. card. Listen, like. You, you know, it, it, that's as bad as, like, leaving a little kid down over a hill, right? Oh, shut up, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a woman and, and a kid. Listen, like, what like if that would have been your wife out there? Yeah. He probably would have left his wife. <laughs> he would have. He Championship points. <laughs> he would have. For what, B class that year? Or is that A class? B class. B class. B class. Do you even win any money for, like, points for B class? Nothing? I mean, he'd probably Brownie get points. a sponsorship. Brownie points? <laughs> yeah. Sponsorship? Yeah. Sunstar hook you up? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get the trophy right now. Right there. <laughs> Is that right? Right. <laughs> I can get my sixth place Mountain State trophy. <laughs> Worked hard for that thing. You see? see? Worked hard for it. What are we doing? We're going to stack up championship trophies and stuff over there? I mean, I, I got. Oh, look at this guy. He's going to bring his NEXC overall number one he's, plate. He's going to bring his own trophy from his own series. <laughs> <laughs> Son, I've won three championships in one year. <laughs> Listen to this guy. <laughs> All right, Doug, what's your question? We're just getting deep in here. Oh, yeah. Would you rather be stuck in a phone box with 10 snakes or 10 tarantulas? Oh, I'll do tarantulas. tarantulas. I cannot do snakes, bro. I'm doing tarantulas. I'll s- what kind of snakes? Just, I don't care what kind matter, of snakes they dude. are. Like, snake is a snake. Only no, good I mean, snakes are dead ones. No. I agree. I I can. I had a lot snake. of snakes with a lawnmower. You ever watch snakes on a plane? No. <laughs> Never watch that. Don't ever watch it if you don't like snakes. Well, he's tired but I feel like, of these snakes. I feel like I feel like tarantulas could jump though. They can. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. Like, and they can I, at climb. least I could squash them or whatever. Like a snake is just weird. I feel like a, a snake uh, could not uh, climb up a phone booth, but a tarantula could. No a snake. And then jump off on way your too face. many weird animal videos on YouTube to want to be in that phone booth with either one of them. Right. I'm picking snakes because no. I'm going to hope that they're like garter snakes. <laughs> yeah, garter yeah. snakes. I don't give a crap if they're gardener snakes or what they are. I do not want in there with snakes. No, I don't. I don't do any snakes, bro. I do all spiders. All you. Hey, want. I got a funny story. A snake story. So, <clears throat> you know our buddy Craig. Yeah. We were up riding on the strip job one time, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we're going down this road, and a huge black snake. I'm talking like a six footer, like just crossed the road in front of us and went over into this like this pile you know junk pile like you see it at a strip job well i don't know why we got off the bikes and like we're gonna look for this thing well craig's over there kind of like just kind of like looking around and everything and i'm behind him like 10 foot behind him 
And I just so happen to look to my left and I see a black garden hose. Like a, like a you know, six foot black garden hose. It's a cut piece of garden hose. <laughs> I pick it up and I was like, found him. And I threw it over to him. He about jumped out of his skin. It, ju- it like went around his neck and everything. And he's screaming and dancing. Oh, I'd have been dancing. using my socks to clean myself up yeah. after that one. <laughs> yeah. That's when but I was. It's, a, it's one of those things like you look down, it's like it was like, it was when perfect, are you ever going to get, like, how many times in a lifetime would you get that opportunity right. to play that prank? Yeah. I don't even know why you got to stop and look for a snake. Bro. I, I don't, I don't either. I'm out. That's when I was out in California <laughs> riding a lot, we would get a. Uh, they're called like red racers. They probably get like ten feet long, but oh, you'd hit them shit. with your front wheel, and they'd get all wrapped up in the forks and stuff. Ooh. And but there's a lot of snakes out there. I mean, I was and tarantulas. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's how I figured out tarantulas can jump pretty far. Really? Yeah, we'd be out there riding and camping, and then they'd yeah. be like, point, point, point. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Staying in West Virginia, guys. You guys got some weird shit going on outside here so apparently no california has even worse things going on <laughs> that's right so, yeah. we uh we have a a not another question but a late comment uh-huh. uh that was built into the sunstar chain of sprocket okay um uh, this said uh pro bikes and pro atvs on saturdays on saturdays you guys make it happen <laughs> we should talk about we should yeah, talk, talk about, a little bit about that too well i I thought about it, but right. I didn't want to put him on the spot with something like that. But, right. dude, I'm telling you, you what. you with Howard Toll. With yeah. Howard Toll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he does lay out the tracks. So. Yeah. But he doesn't make the schedule. I'm telling you, though, you want to get this sport on, like, Peacock or, or ESPN Plus or something of that nature, you need to be able to, to, to follow a, a better, like, time schedule, right? Because that's the biggest thing. Like uh, an ATV race that's supposed to start at one and then it not starting until two, which we we're used to that. Like that's just the world we live in, right? But like when you're on a TV time frame, you can't do that. See, I think it should be uh, both pro classes, maybe like maybe youth or micro or something on, yeah, on Sunday. Sat- on Sunday, yeah. Because now you're going up against the pro nationals. You figure ninety nine percent of the guys that show up and race aren't professionals. Yeah, they still got to work on Monday. Right. You know. So that's kind of that's why I was thinking put the pros on Sunday because right. now you have what other sport plays on Sunday? I mean football, but I mean yeah. that's only for part of the race season anyway. Right. But, and you know. my biggest thing is is you look at the weekend as it goes and I would say your track is at its highest capacity probably around that AM Sunday morning. ATV race. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, nah, got to be eight. There's way more bikes than there are quads. No, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about just people. Like oh, people, watch, yeah, people, people, people watching. What, what, I, what I'm trying to say is, is, is if you are a promoter of the sport, if you are, um, like, let's say, if you are, uh, if if you're Magna One Motorsports, mm-hmm. you want your bikes to be in the in front of the most eyes, right? Right. You Which want Jordan Ashburn to be out would there. Be the TV. TV, TV, yeah. but also live audience, yeah. and you're gonna get you're going to get everybody there. You're gonna get all the quad guys still there. Yeah, you're going to get all of the amateur riders there. If they have to wait and race on Sunday, they'll still be there Saturday. But then you just get all of the eyes yeah. on both pro races, and then you race amateurs Sunday. Well, so part of that argument is 
yeah, there's people that have to work on Monday, but there's also people that have to work on Friday. Friday, and yeah. they're taking a day off anyways. So yeah. if they're not leaving until Friday night to yeah. get to a race, yeah. then they I'm can just, just take off Monday. There will be naysayers, right? Yeah. There, yeah. There'll be negative. I'm well, just saying like you're it. never going to get a TV spot on Saturday. It's going to be a rerun on Sunday or Monday. Anyway. Well, but now, I mean, in today's, well, he's saying with Peacock in too, today's so, day and age, there's yeah. really no such thing as like as having to do reruns because, I mean, you're literally watching, you're literally watching cornhole tournaments live. Yeah. Because there's ten thousand channels now that you yeah. can just stream. Like with what, streaming nowadays, GNCC is already on Mav TV, I think, right? Yeah, they rerun. On they, but it's a yeah. rerun, yeah. 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 yeah, and that's I'm, I'm talking like live. I'm talking about the live broadcast. Like, but you're going up against the pro nationals that are all day. But I, I mean, you're, are you really going up against them, or is it just another another option? I think you're going up against them. You could also go like the ESPN Plus route, right? Yeah. Because I mean, how many? I guarantee you. I guarantee you that there would be just as many people tuning into a GNCC race. As there is any college baseball game. Right. We need Dave to Spain to come back. Dave to Spain. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> yeah. That dude, Dave to Spain on the Speed Channel, mm-hmm. was probably the height of what motocross got watched on TV. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, I, it's so funny when you say speed, because that makes me feel really old, because <laughs> speed hasn't been around. I have no idea. In a long time. <laughs> they used to do the Versus channel, too. Yeah. We yeah, had yeah. GNCC on the Versus channel. Yeah. yeah. But it's I'm, I'm just looking at it from, like, where my profession right. is. Well, you know? Right. Like, and it's, I'm not going to, if I was MX Sports, I'm already paying for a primetime TV spot. Right. With Peacock, even though Peacock is horrible. And right. I hate that I can't rewind and I have to wait and listen to Ricky. <laughs> more than once on a live broadcast but there's not really anything during the heart of our racing on Sundays that you're going up against so you're time. saying you're saying pros should be on Sundays then yeah yeah where the tracks are already the worst why give them the best track they're the pros Devin get the <laughs> worst track I don't give a crap what the track <laughs> know, conditions see, are yeah that's I'll still saying. be there racing as long I think the benefit yeah. would be is that we would be able to make more money. There would be more opportunity. Not, yeah. Maybe not make more money, but right. there would be more opportunity. So, well, like, instead of the quad guys on Saturday, the, at the end of the day, we get screwed. Because on Saturday, okay. we have the most eyes on us, but we get the least amount of help. But then okay. you got the dirt bike side that because people buy more dirt bikes mm-hmm. because there's more options out there, yeah. obviously they're going to buy more dirt bikes. There's more things to buy. So okay. if somebody would come back out with some more four-wheelers to make it competitive, then maybe we would have a chance. <laughs> but even rant. with that being said, <laughs> we get screwed because we get the most eyes put on us. And if you watch a racer TV live at the end of the day on Sunday, who's really there to watch these guys? Right. There's, yeah, no, right. there's not really that many people left. Right. Yeah. So they might have some people on the broadcast, but where's the, where's the crowd coming from? That's, what, that's why yeah. I'm saying Saturdays is because the, crowd's all, the crowd has to be there because they're going to be there for their race on Sunday. Yeah, but to I, go with Doug, if we race yeah. on Sunday with the dirt bike guys, they're already drawing more money. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't really That's, know. But I can't watch the pro dirt bikes live. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I will sit in my trailer and stream it. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like It's because they just go so fast. You just 
I, that might be it. <laughs> that and if you stand by the track, like if you're within 100 feet of it, you still run the risk of getting hit. Right. Because those dudes go everywhere. everywhere. Oh, yeah. And having two kids, like, and they absolutely love being at the racetrack anyway. Let me ask uh, you this. In today's day and age of streaming abilities, is is YouTube just as good of an option as any other streaming platform? Like Peacock or, or, or ESPN+. I Plus. 99% of my races, no matter what the series is, on YouTube. Basically, if they don't have a YouTube, I'm probably not going to watch it. Right. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, what's, I mean, Racer TV is doing an amazing job anyways. I mean, oh, yeah. if we just combine them back with Racer TV and then you can upload it. Because let's be honest. I mean, most of the time, not everybody's going to have to sit down and have eight hours. Like, see, like me, like Redbud this weekend, right? I was at the racetrack. I was racing my own race. So when I came back, when I got home that night and I could barely sit down from being hurt, <laughs> I just flipped it on and watched a rerun. So yeah. most of this, most of your watch, like your watch, your fans that are like are watching on TV are going to watch reruns. I mean, who's really going to sit down beside you crazy NASCAR people? But those people really only watch the last, you know, 20 laps, 20 30 laps, laps yeah. or whatever. So they wait until the next day so they can hear about the wrecks and then they just watch those. Parts. Right. You know what I mean? So, I mean, not when, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, coming from the circle track side. I know a lot of people. Oh, that my my dad was all 500 my, miles. My dad every I used Sunday. To, back, in the, back in the 90s, I used oh, to, as a oh, kid, I, I loved to watching it. I, well, Grant says he could watch some GNCC before NASCAR or NFL. Saturdays are too busy to sit and wait for a race. See, so, yeah. That's what I said. Like, um, Saturdays, you're going to watch replays. I mean, if it's on Saturday, Sunday, I might be able to catch. I'm not, I, I, I'll be honest. Like I'm not going to sit there and watch seven, six, seven hours of GNCC racing. I'm like, oh, I got to move the grass. Oh, yeah. I do that on Sundays when I'm driving back from the track anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're driving watch, back, so you're watching. I'll like, watch like me and it's usually Austin that's with right. me. Um, we're both on two different devices him in the back and right. and then i'm listening to it up front it's the pro quads so that i can fast forward through all them commercials, commercials right i mean I, that's what <laughs> and i then do it's too pro right? bike so i can and then i'll usually catch like maybe the last 30 minutes or something where i have to listen to the commercial right. and stuff. but i'm just saying like if you're at home and you're like like you're gonna flip it on i mean who's really gonna watch yeah seven or eight hours and here's the thing it's like it's yeah. like if you're at home and you're gonna flip <clears throat> flip it on you <sighs> The only thing that I that I have against Sundays is you are losing. Like regardless, like you're going to lose all of the amateur ATV and all the yeah. amateur bike guys to, to watch the pro races. We might, might, yeah, definitely I've, would. So I've thought about this as we've been sitting here, and if you put both pro races on the next day, it would be no different than having a 250 and 450 pro day for MX. Right. Yeah. So even though. They've already had their race done. They still might be more intrigued to stay and watch just because they know that both pro races are going to happen at the same time. I mean, I'm staying regardless if I'm in the industry or not because I know a lot of guys that are going to be racing on Sunday. You know, like a lot of my a lot of friends that already race in the afternoon race on like ATVs or bikes. Mm -hmm. Like I'm hanging out like I tell my kids all the time, like whenever the homies come by, we got to get loud. You know, right? Like, so let me ask you a question. How cool would this be? Like, like let's say, let's let's say whatever day it is, we do go eight pro ATVs, pro bikes. How cool would it be to like every other race, you swap them, like 
first, like, like let's say this week you run well, the bikes they first. I run in the bikes before the ATVs, and they all got. It doesn't get mad work as that well. the ATVs go first, but we blow off so much of the track, and then when the when the bikes went first, everybody was complaining that the track wasn't like completely prepared. Right. And I'm like, you should see it when we get off of the youth sections in the morning <laughs> on Saturday. <laughs> like nobody really knows where we're going, you right. know, but well, it's it, like, and I've raced in a series locally that I have to follow the bikes. Right. If so, you think ATVs tear up the track, follow a bike race with a creek oh, in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. Ruts. ruts so, oh, huge ruts. Yeah. But the thing is, there's it's a like, big debate like, on that. Like watching, yeah. like, like coming from, like, like we've both raced a lot of mountain states. Mountain states. Like they do run bikes first. first yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and do I, in Ohio too. I'm going to be honest. Like I kind of liked it because it depends on the you, track. It really, if it's soft, I mean, I, dirt bikes will dig a 10 foot hole. <laughs> No, no, no. I I agree, but that just that just brings a different element to the race. You yeah. you have to be patient and let the race develop for the first lap or so. I mean, yeah. and then so and then you're good. Probably but, the first lap, like at a GNCC, most of those lines are getting covered in, right? Yeah, yeah, right. But as far as an ATV guy, like like it, it, it I would force mind them swapping back and forth because uh, the best of both. How often right? do we get? How often do we hear these pro guys say like? Like oh, like we run the same thing every every year. This would make it different, right, Brandon? Oh yeah. I mean, like you get a track that that hasn't been touched by a quad. It's going to make it different for the bike guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then vice versa, you get a you get a quad race where where like man, there's bike ruts everywhere. Like they're going to have to slow down and and right. really and really choose their lines for the first lap right. or so to get the get the lines cut in. I think it's really 50-50. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to a lot of bike guys, and I've talked to a lot of quad guys, and, 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 and we've had them on the show, and, and some of them say, like, oh, man, like, I, I couldn't imagine riding the track without a quad on it first, right? Just clearing all the leaves. Because, like, as a dirt bike rider, when the leaves, especially when leaves start covering the ground, yep. pine you can't needles see or pine needles or sticks. I mean, that stuff gets dangerous a little bit, you know, and you can't really see what, the ground, yeah. what's underneath. Um you know, I, mean, I don't know how many people we've seen take a stick to the calf because it just pops up and gets you, right? So, oh, yeah. I know a lot of, I won't mention any names, but there's a lot of fast dirt bike guys that will make the argument that anybody that tells you they would rather race before the four-wheelers doesn't know how to ride. Right. Because they say that we go out there, we build berms that you can actually use, and even though there is a couple places that might be slick, the track's cleaned, the berms are there, they already have a line they can use, and then, like, on some of the off-camber sections, some of the ruts we make and stuff, they rely on those. Oh, yeah, especially so off-camber bottoms. The can. argument has been made to me before that it's good for dirt bikes to go after the four-wheelers, even though there's a lot of people that complain about it and say that it's slick because of all of the other benefits that come with that. Right. Um, on the flip side of that, I, like I, I don't that care either way. Ruts, too. Like, what? on the off-cambers, I like when the dirt bikes make the ruts because I can hang my tires in it. Like, it's still nice. That's what, like, I think they should do what Rodney was saying. Do it every other weekend. Swap it off. Swap we it run off. an even number of races, races. anyway. Right. Six what? and six. So, I've done it. I've done both ways. Yeah. I've ran Mountain State races, and I've I've run New East Coast all the time. Mm -hmm. And I don't really care. I just like riding my four -wheel. I don't really care. Oh, yeah. Right. But I know what arguments will be made and what arguments oh, yeah. won't be made. Right. And I know that 
there's going to be a lot more chaos on the days that the dirt bites go first for the ATV guys, just because if you get into those soft spots, the ruts that the dirt bikes leave are going to make it difficult for some of the guys to be able to figure out how to navigate that. But that's but, GNCC. That's the oh, yeah. that's like that you know like following trail. I didn't say it's not. Yeah. I said that's going to be some of the arguments. Right. No. But and that's yeah. my that's my argument to those people making those arguments. Like you're racing the world's toughest series for a reason. Yeah. Like like so you, you you know you can't brag about like oh I race the GNCC series and I deal with the conditions and then complain about the conditions. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I just that. think it's I think it's a it's a cool. It's a cool way to, to, to make it a little bit different. Yeah. And that's, uh, I, I don't know, the first race, just do ATV Pro and then Bike Pro, and then whoever the top, what, five, have them stand at the end with a hat, pick them out. You guys get to pick your own <laughs> tracks. Who yeah. goes first? Yeah. But <laughs> like, why like, not? With that being said, though, like, I, I, I get that, like, the women's um, – Pro dirt bikes, like they, I know that they like having their, that, own. their own race, but yeah. at the same time, man, they deal with a ton of traffic, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And, and it's tough on them. Right. And the same thing goes with with the four by fours mm-hmm. and the pro women's yeah. women's uh, um, ATV race. I think I, what I would love to see is all of the pros, yeah, all, all in the oh, same yeah. race. What, what I say is, well, let's be honest, a lot of the women pros on both sides can beat a handful of the a-class guys oh, yeah. without ha- trying too hard no right? i agree you know? yeah. like, i agree and they like, deserve to be in the afternoon with the coverage right. my thoughts are my thoughts are for uh, Devin for like the atvs bump the b classes down the to to the yeah. morning or yeah. to the to the uh the next day the amateur race yeah. bump yep. the b classes to the amateur and then race. bring four by four pro and wxc yes have all and the a's yes have all the a's four by four pro wxc and yep. the pm yep how do you want to start this you want to put the pros in the front, or do you want to put HC1, HC2, A class, and then 4x4 Pro and WHC? I would do. I would just put the A's in the back, let all the pros. Yeah, put the A's. I'll, I'll put pros up front. Yep. Just because they're probably know, they're XC1, XC2, 4x4. I would say 4x4 four four Pro four and then WHC, yeah. just based off. I would do it based off results, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So 4x4 yeah. four yeah. four yeah. Pro mean, usually finishes in, in the front. Right. If not all the time. In there, well, four by four pro takes off first, don't they? I yeah. mean, four always they always take off first. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. put so so XC one, XC two, four by four pro women's quads, and then and then I know then you guys you rotate through your A classes. Yeah. Like, well, right like, now we only rotate two lines. Okay. Yeah. So like college A and junior A rotate, and then senior A and vet A rotate. Okay. That's, I think I rotate with like six other classes. I never know what line I'm going to be. <laughs> well, well, it used to be all the A classes rotated. Yeah, and then they started doing it based off of the results. So like, vet A and senior A would finish in a certain place, yeah. and then college A and junior A finished in a certain place. So instead of rotating everybody, they just started saying, "Okay, well, there's not very many of these guys that are finishing yeah. up here, so we're just going to move them back." That's what and makes then, the most sense. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I, the but, argument was made at one of the races this year that vet A should be rotated. Yeah. And I guess the answer they got back was, "Okay, we will rotate vet A." If, if you, you if you finish on the overall <laughs> amateur podium today, That's, and I guess everybody looked at Nick Davidson and said, "Well, I guess you're up, yeah. <laughs> right?" That's yeah. uh, th- it, even rotating in the mornings. Like the biggest complaint that I have is when you get stuck behind like the four by four C guys, because even running like a, a vet C, like mm-hmm. we're running up on those dudes 
and it's very hard to pass those can ants. Oh yeah. Like, and it seems like if you do take a split line to try to like get around them real quick, they're just like burp. <laughs> just and then you end up t-boning them. Yeah. You know that that's really my only when I see those guys line up in front of yeah. us, I'm like. Oh. But and how cool would it be though to be able to see like like let's say we get a big mutter. Um, like we had at the John Iron, Penton. Like Iron Man 19 and 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. right? Famous and, 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 Kentucky. And oh, you see, yeah. and you see, like, okay, like, like man, could we see a 4x4 four four take the overall take the today? Overall, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that those guys could 100% take the overall oh, yeah. in the right conditions. Man, those dudes freaking haul anyway. I mean, most of them are, or not most of them, a handful of them are still XE1. Right, XC1 XC1 guys. guys yeah. and, and then to be honest with you, like, I, I, I would personally like to see – like how those guys would stack up mm-hmm. just on a regular day. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're all such good riders. Yeah. Like, like most of those guys came from, like, most of the guys that are currently, oh, I, yeah. I, like, because. Landon, Cody. Like, Cody. They came from the XC2, Cody XC1. Still races a sport quad with us in Ohio. He'll show up, and he still throws down on a stock machine. He's like a woods ninja. You can't hear him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, there's, like, a flash of blue and, like, lime green, and you're like, there goes Cody. <laughs> right. Right. So, so. I would love to see like what those guys could do, yeah. and I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would love the the opportunity yeah, too yeah. as well. I mean, could you imagine like them taking the overall? Yeah, I like, on a mud race like <laughs> Bryson Neal and like Walker Fowler and all those guys would be like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the thing is, is like kind of going back to the the women, the WXC wanting that that AM race. My argument to that is, is like you're not getting any TV coverage no, at right. all. Yeah. No. Like. So I get that you get announced, like, and, and I don't see why you shouldn't get announced still. Right. right. I mean, there's because you're a pro podium. class. Yeah. Like, like maybe this makes the intros go a little bit longer, but you still should be announced, right? Yeah. And the TV coverage would still cover you. Right. Like you're not just because you're like maybe not. And people will still the, be at the podium for you too. Yeah. You know oh I mean? yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. it would probably be even a bigger crowd because it's all pro day. Absolutely. And, you know, everybody's there at the podium wanting to see it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm for whatever is going to bring more money to the sport. Right. So if it gives us an opportunity to be able to make a living at racing that we can't currently do, then I'm for it. Yeah. Because right now you can race Ooh. a dirt bike and be an average dirt bike rider and make a living. Right. If you ride an ATV, you're not making a living. <laughs> Unless uh, you're like B Neil. Right. Yeah. yeah. Adam McGill. There's right. like there's literally there's, there's only like a handful of handful people that people race for a living now. Yeah. I think yeah. it's like the top seven pros. Well, not even all seven of them this year. Jared McClure, he works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He works for Jeff Pickens. Right. Yeah. Um Bryson Neal races. Adam McGill races. Fowler. 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 Ronnie Rush, I think he pretty much just races. Well, I mean, yeah. he's young guy. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's probably, you know. I, I'm not sure. He's I like, know. what is Ronnie now, like 21 or something? Yeah, yeah he's super young. He looks yeah. like he's still 15. I know, right? But it, it messes me up. I don't know if he helps his dad with their, because they own the Bulletproof Doors company. Right, yeah. So I don't know, I know if he helps his dad run that or whatever. But he does a lot of riding and stuff. So he's at least somewhere in between, well, right. we'll say. Abney, Jay Shad. I can't remember if Wyatt is working or not. Yeah. Um, Abney's a welder. Yeah. yeah. Jay Shad, he does construction and road work and everything. Yeah, yeah. he, he pretty much does anything yeah. that makes money. Yeah. And does Wyatt's his own fooler stuff. Same way. Yeah. Know, Wyatt, he, he does odd stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, the way I look at it is, like, who wants, like, as a, as a GNCC fan, right? Like, we all, like, oh, two days isn't too bad. But, like, as just, like, like a 
a family that's like, hey, hey, they're at, they're at High Point this weekend. You want to go watch? Spend all uh, spend a day there at the pros and just watch all the pros. Like, yeah. like who wants to go and like, oh man, I, I, all right, I'm gonna go watch the quads on Saturday. Oh wait, there's bikes on Sunday too. Like, oh, yeah, now you're gonna drive back. I want to drive back or try to get a hotel. When we were at High Point, we had a hotel, and I ran into. They had like a convention. It was a bunch of like younger guys or something like that. And they're like, "What are we gonna do tomorrow?" You know, like the convention's done, but we're still stuck here over the weekend. I'm like, "Come out to the race, like, because like I think me and the boys were all like, dudded out in right. race gear, you know." And they're like, "Oh, you know that." that's cool blah 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 and they were like well who's racing i was like well the quads race on saturday and the bikes on sunday and they're like well which one do i go to because i don't want to go to both <laughs> and they're not yeah they're not going to go they're yeah, not going, going to go to, go to both. both right yeah, no Un- unfortunately like date this time of age is like as a family right like you, you want to have that one good family day yeah you know, as we all yeah. know i mean um you know it's like man d- d- yeah i'll spend one day at the track yeah. but getting the wife and the kids well, I mean, the kid will probably like want to go back, but getting the wife, we're like, all right, now we're gonna go back for a go second back. day. Oh, second my day. wife hates well, the nationals because we're there. Well, the close ones were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. You know, so that that's four days. days yeah. Four out of seven days that I'm there, and Thursday and Friday, I'm running around talking to everybody. Saturday, I'm getting those guys set up on the track, and then I'm I race, race. like immediately after. And then I'm back out to help whatever pro rider might need help because something happens, you know, whether right. it's gas or glucose or, or goggles or just there saying, you know, you're real close, keep going. Right. Um, so I'm gone all Saturday. And then Sunday is kind of the same way. Like, I, I still have a lot of, uh, like, friends that race right. dirt bikes, right. you know. So we're there until, like, halfway through the pro race. Yeah. And my wife hates it. Yeah. And then we go race, like, the Ohio Series or IXCR or, or A-Works or anything like right. that. And it's just one day, boop, boop, everything fits in the bed of the truck. Let's go. Right. I mean, and let's be honest, too. I mean, like, it, it, if you don't go into the woods and find a really good spot. Oh, yeah. It's kind of torturous to sit there. Oh, yeah. Beside the tree. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like that. that's the, the hardest part, especially for, like, all right, you're sitting there. All right, they're going by. And, like, if you don't go to, like, find a hill climb or if you don't yeah. go find a mud hole or something cool to kind of, like, watch these guys go through, yeah, it kind of – I don't want to say it gets boring, but to me it, it doesn't. But, like, to an ad- average it person does. can yeah. get boring. I think right? if you were – You have to have friends on the track for it not right. to be boring. Correct. If you were going to do all the pros on one day, you could, t- you could put in a pro-only section. Right. Like – Oh yeah, close to the parking. To, to Let not it something go crazy. Yeah, like yeah. Give like that log all the signs and figure it out. Well, just like a Mason <laughs> Dixon, they had that log section, right? Yeah. Like if it was an all pro day, that log section could have stayed in all day. And if they would have set those better, that would have been an awesome, awesome. section, section for of sitting watch. Right. I had fun hitting it the first time, and then we came back through and they sent yeah. us around it because we had knocked all the yeah. Flag. They were all over every the place. fifteen quads was one log shorter, <laughs> and then right. eventually they so, just took them all. So out. there's a lot of potential, right, in our theory. Yeah. You know? well, so Stu, Tim Carter, if you guys are listening, Stu had <laughs> the the right idea though. Yeah. Put a committee together of riders. Oh yeah. That can actually. Go into meetings with GNCC and those guys and be able to do this. So, like, if you're thinking dirt bikes, you're thinking Stu is probably the best marketing guy on that side of the sport. Yeah, it could it, be. He's the, pretty probably the best marketable guy. person, yeah. 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 And then, like, on the ATV side, you have Hunter Hart and Adam McGill are pretty – they're pretty marketable because yeah. they – 
they do the most videos and things like that yeah, to actually like get the sport Wyatt out there. I would probably say is uh, are the two like people's champs right now. Well, that's like, what I was gonna say. Why it's why it's good at it. Like we have a few guys on the ATV side that if it was hey let's make a committee. Yeah. Then we'd be like, those are the guys that we want to represent oh, yeah. us because they're going to push for the most stuff that we can oh, get. Yeah. Right. And then on the dirt bike side, also like you're going to find two or three good guys on the dirt bike side. Oh yeah. But you don't want just just like dirt bike guys or just Jesse ATV Ansley guys. You want to like split that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that way they can both come together and find the best solution that fits and everybody's I don't know, needs. I don't know if necessarily you want the factories to represent themselves there. Right. I think it would have to be like a rider only committee. And right. leave like the factories and the team managers out of it. Yes. Yep. So. Yep. I think yeah. we're all on the same page. I think we're all on the same page, uh, except for maybe the day part. Right. I'm still on the Saturday <laughs> train because I, I just feel like the optics of like if you do have it on TV, whether it's just the YouTube or what it could whatever it would be. See, I'm looking at like actually like prime time on the TV. Right. You know. Right. Well, we're <laughs> I don't know how close we are to that, but what, what, what I'm saying is, is as optics, right? right? Like you want, well, just usually if everybody has there. Saturday free. Usually, like that's like a day for like, yeah. It just seems like Sunday people go to church, whatever. I'm cleaning quads. Yeah, like cleaning quads. Like <laughs> people are just like have like that relaxed day on Sunday. So I Saturday just don't think. Like that. I think your amateurs are going to leave after their race on Saturday. Right. Right. So my thing is, is if you put the pros on Saturdays, you're going to have the optics of having the Everyone. max capacity of people. Now you are going to have amateurs that just show up on Sunday and race, but for the most part, you're going to have your max capacity there for your pro races, which I think should be. The goal, right? right? You should want to have like the like the, the the bikes. The bikes having literally nobody there when their race is finishing up, besides the people on the track, has to be disappointing. Yeah. That has to be disappointing. Like you know, I know that these guys are 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 they're riding the track and they're seeing these trucks and trailers hauling out, right? There's a oh, line yeah. of there's a line of people leaving and they're halfway through the race. Yeah. Well, like whereas if they like, let's say this weekend, um, they. You know they they start at the eleven a, eleven a.m. hour instead of the and then the, the ATVs yeah. go off afterwards. They're going to have the oh, most yeah. people there. They'll probably have they'll probably the first time they do that if they do that and we'll take credit for it fully. <laughs> right. I guarantee, you, right I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you the bikes will have the biggest podium showing mm-hmm. of fans they've ever ever had. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. But that's also not saying much. You could have fifty people there, and it's the biggest <laughs> show showing right. they've ever had. I mean, you but know. but what's what I'm saying? I I like, bet you I bet you that they would have they would have hundreds of people there. Right. I, oh, I think yeah. what they need to do is like take like a race, like maybe an Ironman at the end of the year, and just try it. Right? Just yeah. What's the harm? What's the harm in trying just it? Just try one race. And like, oh man, that really worked great. Let's do it all next year. I don't even know if I would do one race. I would probably just say one season. Right, just go yeah. one know. season. Yeah, that's. that's uh, I mean, the whole off-road market right now is is low. It's back down to where it was in like eighteen, nineteen. Right. So I wouldn't. Why not? Why not try it? Like we tried bikes on Saturdays in twenty sixteen. Right. I mean, it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> Like well, at the same time, just try it, dude. Right. Like you, you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. unless you try it. Right. I wouldn't say if you're if you are going to do one race, I wouldn't do it at like Ironman or something like that because no. you're guaranteed to make money at those races anyway. Or big buck. 
Yeah, Big like, Buck is too hectic anyway. There's going to be a crowd there to begin yeah. with, regardless of what's going on. So, like, right. you want to pick one that's not your lowest race, but one that has... Coker. Not, yeah, Coker would probably be a good one. Yeah. Something like that, where it's not, not your highest race of the year, but it's also not rock bottom yeah. turnout. Right. It would have to be one of the middle southern races, because there's way more people in the woods up north all these crazy hillbillies <laughs> then there are people in the south i right. can tell you that like in fact when we race the southern rounds the only ones i ever really see in the woods are the guys that i see almost every weekend anyway it's it's like the guys that i recognize that already like their kids are racing you know like i i know their kids and i know they're on the track or you know, like the local guy, not the local guys, but like the local to me guys, you right. know, stuff like that. And that's all the really the Southern races. Like we don't get a lot of crowd, like local crowds at the Southern races. I don't yeah. think it doesn't feel that way at least. Yeah. Compared to up here. I, I, I just know. I just like the woods in the South. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. I, <laughs> Coker has still been my favorite track all year. I, I like if, that. Uh, open stuff. If GNCC had had an asphalt track, Brandon would be all over. Oh man, dude, I would bring the Harley Brand, down. Like, listen, wh- whenever we do Grand Prix, like a, a pre. Grand Prix, sorry, <laughs> you freaking prick, uh, a Grand Prix like national circuit, I'm going. Let's for go it. race TT, dude. I I wish I could. I, I don't know on a bike. I'm hope be okay on a bike. Just get a hot shoe and lean into it. But I'm like, all right. but like a quad TT, I can get down with that all day. Like. That's I, I just never I wanted to build a bike because you have to have two separate bikes, but whatever. Yeah, that's uh Shane dog the crap out of it. Well, what was it? Coker. <laughs> I think I almost hit you at Coker when I blew the turn. Was that there was some uh, guy with a beard that was standing there like? <laughs> what wasn't me? I saw you go through the turn though, because oh, yeah. our pit was right there in the turn, <laughs> and uh, I, I saw you coming hot. through, and I was like, oh, I I don't think he's gonna make that turn. I didn't and even then, try. It. And then they took off running. And I was like, yep, he's he definitely did not make the turn. Nope. I came in. I was, like, top a third. And I was like, I ain't making this. So I just tried to keep it as straight as possible. Because I saw that swamp right there. I was like, I ain't going in that, and I'm not going to flip it. I'm not going to lose it right now. But it was a uh, – like, I think that race would probably be the best because everybody's already there to hang out. Like, Coker is an amazing facility to begin with. Well, they have the ponds, all the fishing oh, yeah. stuff. They have – rope swings and towers to jump off of and it's a it's a track that you can run both and it's no more destroyed either way yeah it, bikes it's, and quads it's gonna it's suck sand. Way. yeah it it's just bottomless sand anyway yeah it yeah. doesn't really you don't get like a even if the dirt bikes race before us it wouldn't be like oh there's dirt bike ruts it would just it just, just be eight, in. yeah it'd yeah. just be eight out like yeah if all you want to do is see how it works and see how your audience audience works like on a macro picture that would probably be the best track to try it at because you're eliminating almost all the other variables yeah yeah you know well tim cotter make it happen right i I think if if they need a good argument just listen to the last hour of the show right the last hour yeah tell tell tim to get us in the room that's right that's all we need yeah. Oh, I can argue just pretty good. T- tell just Tim just to listen to the show. We'll be good. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we can discuss this topic more next weekend when we're at the Sunstar. It's the 15th. The 15th. Next weekend yeah. is the 8th. Well, I mean, that that's this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 This week. Not this weekend. Next Speaking weekend. of that, what, do you guys, I know you guys talked about it, I think at the beginning of the season, a wives and girlfriends pit bike race for fun. <laughs> 
Do you think we might be able to make that happen at the Sunstar Ride Day? <laughs> well, Devin we, won't be there. We, I was going to say I yeah. can't because we got, you the, got birthday the birthday. Party. But your opinion my, is still, still do we counts. Have, you were the have, original. My, are there pit bikes available? <laughs> I, I you have to know. bring your own. I got. Uh, well, I can get one. Lauren works, but she said she might try to get off. Who knows? But it would be really like she'd probably have to have a like a TRX ninety like quad. <laughs> like yeah yeah. Oh, I'm saying like I would open it up to like. Anything, everyone, everyone, yeah, yeah. Just as long as I think what maybe a below one ten yeah. would be a one ten and below would is what I consider a pit bike. Yeah, yeah. that'd um, be pretty fun. Hey, yeah. Is yeah. there does the track have um, mics and and uh, um, speakers? Yeah, they have a full yeah. PA system. Okay, yeah. so if you can arrange that, Brandon and I. What are we doing? We're, we'll announce the race. We'll announce the race. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. We'll announce the race. And record it. Because, I mean, I don't have a, t- t- I don't have, uh, a 90 for my wife to race, unless somebody yeah. wants to let I mean, me borrow one. I, have a I don't have a 90. She has a 125. That, she, that's, she, a little, that's too big. That's not pit bike. Trust me, she ain't getting out of first gear. <laughs> yeah, that's, I just taught my wife how to start the 50s. We're not to the 90s yet. Well, I just, but <laughs> she's going to put if, it in first if, gear, and then the first turn she comes to, she's going to be like. But I figured for, like, the like general public, you know, like, yeah. it might be kind of fun. Maybe yeah. set up, like, a little rodeo thing. Because yeah. so what happened is when I bought the kids' Stasics, I was talking to the local Stasic guy. And he actually contacted corporate and put it up as, like, a Stasic, like, event. Like, a real event. Oh. So now i got to build a stakes, of course. So I was thinking <laughs> if if I already buy the stakes and stuff maybe i could just set up like a, a little mini rodeo course for some pit bikes or something right. like that, yeah. you know you know what we should do some barrel racing i don't know if i can get any barrels i mean i can bring a 55 gallon drums yeah. <laughs> but it's I, what's it take three i don't, I don't know, know. I don't three know. drums for barrel racing right Devin? i knew yeah. De- i knew Devin would know that's what they do at the fairs and stuff yeah uh, that's funny i dated a barrel racer for a while never went to one wild <laughs> Sorry, Alana. <laughs> Sorry, Alana. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, no, it's, I, I'm just trying to come up with, like, fun things to do, right. you know? And it's, I already got it broken down. Like, the kids are going to go out separate. Right. You know, probably, we'll probably do it pretty close to the way, like, a lot of the series do it, where it's, like, I think I have it at anyone 14 or under is on the track at once, and then 14 and above. And then if we get enough people, I actually have it where I can break it down by classes and stuff like that, too. So it would be like C-class and B-class guys, A-class, pro-class guys. That's all the classes, you know. So because if you're A-class, you're probably not too far off from pro or something right. anyway. You know, like I'm trying to keep them to about the same. Right. Hey, Levi and uh, Brandon Owens had a pretty good battle over the I weekend. saw that. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Levi the- Cohen is a beast, though. Did Wait, you see that? He's really good at those no, tracks. Yeah, well, I wonder why. Yeah. Like <laughs> And his bikes are set up exactly for those. Oh yeah. Levi about killed a little girl. Did you see that? I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh Talk about me. At least I didn't land on her. Oh yeah. <laughs> was it it wasn't his fault though. Brandon intimidating him with the it was a. He never let off. It was a whole big thing. He never lifted. He didn't want to. <laughs> he did not. He lift. didn't want to back down. He was like, "I'm jumping over her." <laughs> <laughs> B. Owens raced a dirt bike too. I guess he did okay. Like not not super well, but not not horrible. I've heard he's okay on a dirt bike. Yeah, that's how I was talking. Or I was. I don't think he's Cole Richardson good on a dirt bike. From, <laughs> dude, 
Cole is surprisingly good on a dirt bike. Mm-hmm. Like, he he yeah. seems like he rips. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe he needs to go ride with Eccles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, cool. uh, oh, jeez. The that, talent level would be Wouldn't that be funny? Me like, Eccles that's what we should do. Team. We sh- you, you, We should have a... Quad guys got to race bikes. One one for a GNCC and a, and a bike guy has to race a quad for a GNCC. Hey, Eccles raced ATVs. Yeah, yeah. yeah he ran could a, do a team race like that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be fun. Yeah, like a team GP. Yeah, one bike, one quad. I, I'm all I about. Know, I've been saying that for years. Yeah. MX versus ATV, huh? In yeah. real life. Yeah, yeah. We we used to do that pyramid. Mitch Ward and Shane Shane Dog Hit would be out there. I've ridden with a lot of bikes and when I've been on my quad, and the opposite when I've been on my bike. Like it's yeah. just remember you can't hit each other. Right. Yeah, it's not that, a, that would it's be not the that scary bad. part. No, it's really not. That'd be the scary part. Like no offense to all the quad guys, I'm I'm one of the one of those guys, but not I couldn't I couldn't imagine coming through like a corner on a bike and then just hearing this quad like, and just. TT and around, you know, oh, what I mean, yeah. like with my luck, I would have somebody your ass like, out, like <laughs> Wyatt or somebody right behind I, me on yeah. a quad when I'm on my bike, and they're just, just like, yeah. so I'm like XC1 guys. <laughs> so for me, the the ATV dirt bike thing is easy because when I was growing up, my brother always rode dirt bikes. So anytime I would ride, it was usually with dirt bike guys. <laughs> oh yeah. So I got used to it, and then it, same thing for them. Like they got used to to me being there, right? But it wasn't bad at all. I know like, one that's a, a lot of MX tracks. If they do M- MX or bikes and quads, they'll just do open practice. 450s go out with 250s and 450s. Right. They'd like, just go. Yeah. Like, yeah, Breezewood's like that. Like, it's just all free like for a free-for-all. And and, it's but it's really cool because he has, horrible. like, the lines. It really happens. Right. You know? Like, the inside lines are really cool because, like, bikes can hit the ruts and then the quads go on the outside and rail the, yeah. rail the corner. But, yeah. Just as long as everybody's on the same page, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Speaking along the same page, your eyes look a little sleepy. Yeah, Brandon. it's 1024, man. You ready to, ready to call her quits? I'm ready. You guys ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's ready. Ready. Too. He's hey, I'll tell you what. He's been me. a champ. I know. been a champ. He has been he a champ. Is. Mine left hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get my attention earlier. Like, Dad, can we leave yet? Yeah, right. Like one second. One second turned into an hour. <laughs> right. It's the way it works around here. Oh, All right, yeah. Brandon. sucked in. You got four minutes and three seconds. I can do that. Uh... Doug, appreciate you guys coming down. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Blast. Devin, appreciate you coming in. And uh, Ryan Eccles for coming on the show. It's always a good one. Uh, Guts Racing Seat Covers, guys. If you're not running them, like uh, like Doug and Devin here, uh, if you want to be on the podium, you need to be running a Guts Racing Seat Cover. That's right. Devin, that's your problem. Anyways. Won't be this week. It's not the Suzuki. It's not the Suzuki. It's the seat, it's the seat cover. Uh, guys, anything you need from them, uh, seat foam, Anything you want, go over and check them out. Customization, check them out. Uh, Still Savers, 25 years. Um, bike, quad, UTV, mountain bike. If you want to save coils, anything like that, uh, forks, boots, water from your boots, um, hand palm savers, save 25%. Code SPLITLINE, capital S, save 25%. And uh, guys, also... Magna One Motorsports couldn't do it without them. They're our title sponsor of the show. Um, Magna One Magna One Motorsports.com. Use that website, please. Use bikes, helmets, goggles, gear, and more. Tracks out at any GNCC, NEPG events. Magna One's Magna One Clean at Revolutionary Cleaning Product for your dirt bike, ATV, or anything else you take to the track on the weekend. Uh, look them up need it, if you need anything. Um, Oh, split line free ride, baby. Uh, Sunstar Channis Sprockets. 
Guys, the best chain of sprockets that you could probably buy that's made. Um, it's all I trust. It's all Devin trusts. Cooper when he rides. That's what he trusts. Um, I'm about ready to start. Listen, I'm about ready to start putting in. Hey, I only got four minutes. Don't interrupt me. More hours than you can even comprehend, Brandon. Oh, my gosh. Because I know yeah. I'm hey, – Just like, like a thousand-hour mountain bikes you're going to put in, and you put in what? No, it was a thousand miles. Oh, was it a miles? A thousand miles. So you only got like 50 miles? No, I got 500. Oh, halfway. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to get halfway that's, that's to his goal on racing. Yeah. yeah. That's still a lot. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, 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 Doug. On a mountain bike, not a road bike, uh, mountain yeah. bike. Don't compliment yeah. him. Yeah. Don't 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 pump his it. Look. I just look. Here. You took my. You took in all that time away. Anyways, it's time to start chaining sprockets, guys. Best ever is. Uh, run them. Um, if you want to finish a race, run them for sure. Uh, durability is what what they rely on over there a lot, and performance. So, um, if you guys want to get some, use the code Splitline30. Please use that code. And uh, they're made of case hardened steel. Baby. Baby. And we're coming out with a new stainless one that I'll have to call you guys when I get them. Get the production run in my hand. Yeah. Stay tuned. That'd be sick. Give the quad guys some love. Yeah. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Right. (laughs) And then over to Mount State Hair Scramble, guys, there's a race this weekend in uh, Pleasants Creek. One of the pretty cool tracks to hood up. Um, One of my favorites. Um, That's where I got my first trophy in the woods. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth place trophy, but. It's still, trophy. still a trophy. trophy. That's right. Imagine how many people were in that class that had to get sixth place trophy. Seven. At least eighteen. It's, a, it's every three riders. In this day and age, it could only be six people. <laughs> really? Everybody gets a trophy. Not, not, not when I had to earn it. <laughs> but anyways, guys, Mount State Hair Scramble Series are one of the best, better series um, in West Virginia, if not the best. The best. And Richie Nolan and those guys always put on a great weekend of racing. So go check them out. And uh, that's it, man. Episode 121 for Devin, Brandon, Doug, myself, Rodney Cooper, and Ryan Eccles. We are out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, I got away with you. Thank you, guys. Thank you.